Welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and I just want to start the show off by saying Mayu Iwatani is the greatest of all time, and I will hear no debate. Trent is with me once again for the Five Star Grand Prix Finals Review. This is the show we reviewed last year for the first time ever together, and now look at us. We're back here on this very show talking about it. Trent, how are you doing? I'm okay, yes. It has been a year. I'm not sure whether it's a calendar year or just like a stardom year. I don't think it's a calendar year, but it's been pretty much a, a stardom year since we started doing this. And kind of we're in a spot now where I think some of us probably thought we'd be talking about what happened this year, last year, but we aren't. So that's, I'm getting confused by my own words, but I'm here. I'm happy. It's good to be on once again. Yeah, as I, I've been joking with you before, I need to start actually getting a co-naming on some of these podcasts of yours, but I'll settle for esteemed greatest guest. We can settle hey, for that. Hey, maybe we'll just have to make our own. You know, maybe that's how you get money. <laughs> well, that's but, a ludicrous uh, thought. We'd never go down that road. No, not at all. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anyways, uh, so I'm happy to have you back. You know, we had, you know, that was the first time I ever actually had a conversation with you, like, you know, talking wise you know messaging is nothing right messaging means yeah. nothing um and we went for like two hours at least right i'm a little I wired mean, that's this time around. That's, that's just I'm, a little, I'm so much more wired this time around because i don't know i just feel like now that we know each other more we're not going to stop talking and we also have announcements we have mm. an entire show that was announced we have tag league that was announced mm. we have a certain somebody may be leaving. May, we don't know yet. You know, we have a lot. We have a lot in a very little time. So uh, I mean, it's a good to... thing there was a nothing show that we're covering right now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't, you know, I'm going to call it the show of the year. My show of the year, personally. <gasps> um, I know. Big shocks. Because, of course, we are talking about the five-star Grand Prix Finals. Stardom, once again, hits a, I don't even know if it's a home run anymore. It may not even be a grand slam. What is it's not even scoring a touchdown. What is the most important, like what is the most difficult thing to score in a sport? Oh, um that's it. I mean, I, I immediately go to Australian sports and like I mean, our cricket is a six, which is a basically a home run for baseball. And Aussie rules football is just kicking a goal, which is you know not that difficult because and, you get uh, points for trying. And I can't say it's like a game winning shot. Because like they weren't against the buzzer, they didn't have to deliver. Mm. They just did, right? So I don't they know what it was. They did the they cool, did. the most difficult sports thing to do. They did it. They threw a perfect game in baseball. They, They're the Golden State Warriors right now. Yeah, well, yeah, except they won the finals. I mean, when they, they won the, when they had the unreal when they had the unreal record. I'm th- I'm talking about like seventy three and nine. Golden State yeah, Warriors, yeah, but they yeah. won. But I mean, they, they won actually, the year they won. That. They com- they completed it here, um, and now we're here to talk about it. We're gonna stop rambling on about random sports stuff because that was useless. Random uh, sports yeah. stuff. Come I, on. I said a perfect game, which is you twenty seven up, twenty seven down. You, what the hell is baseball. that? Oh, it's a very impressive thing. Doesn't happen a lot. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, talking about random sports. I don't know what sport that was. That was baseball. We talking about curling? No, that was ba- no. I'm not. 
enough. Stardom, five-star Grand Prix Finals. We don't have time for this. We're already three minutes in. I haven't talked about the show yet. What were your takeaways the moment the show ended? Were you pleased? Were you disappointed? Or were you like the, the many that said this is one of, if not the shows of the year? I was disappointed that it ended, um, yeah, which is too, saying something given that th- it was a long it was show. Like four or five hours. Yeah, like it was, a, it was a chunky boy. But at the end of it, I generally, even stardom shows, by the end of it, I'm generally a bit tired. I'm, I've, I've had my feel of wrestling. I'm not like you. I can't watch wrestling 24 um, 7. But by the end of this show, I was like, yeah, no, give me, let's have Rossi come out and say, oh, that pinfall didn't count. We're going to overtime or something. Um, yeah, look, I am in the boat where it's show of the year. I, I think I proclaimed on my Twitter. Uh, after three matches that it was going to be show of the year and then probably the second weakest uh, match on the card happened immediately after that, which pulled me <laughs> down a little bit. But, yeah, look, it was still – I can't think of a show that beats this. Like, I think we were saying Flashing Champions was the best arm show before this. I would easily put this one over Flashing Champions, which is speaking oh, yeah. to the quality of this show, not the weakness of Flashing yeah. Champions. Yeah. Uh, they – I don't – I literally come on this podcast every week and say how incredible stardom is. And I have done it this entire tournament, but I'm going to say it again because they deserve it. They earned it. Hmm. They, they pitched, they gave us the perfect night, right? It was the perfect night of action. Even when a match was a letdown, which I think there was only one that legitimately was a letdown in any sort of case way, because the other not up to standards match you didn't really expect to be up to a high standard, so it actually delivered in that case. It yeah, was yeah. where you would expect it to be, if not just mm. a tad bit better. Um, but, you know, we have 13 matches here. Like you said, three matches in, you were like, all right, are we ready? Are we ready? Can we just can we just call yeah. show of the year? Fun fact for all the people, if you didn't pay attention to my Twitter, but unfortunately my notifications say some people do have been paying attention as I get yelled at for calling my Utani the greatest of all time, which she is. Not bitter there, are we? I missed the first three matches live. I've never done that before. I thought you were a dedicated fan, Scott. I thought I was too, but some people got a nap. <laughs> and I guess that was me. <laughs> uh, I actually slept for once, but I missed the first three Is this three where matches. I come in and say you need to move to Australia, like I say every time you complain about this? I agree every single time, yeah. but I would have to get a job there. And that was that's the first part. Then come I cover cricket. I don't know how to... <laughs> I'm not talking about cricket anymore. But my main point is, we're going to get to the match. Silly mid-wicket. There was only one match that I was really upset that I didn't see live. But, of course, I went back and saw it. I was very happy with it. Um, I was happy with all of the matches, really. Mm. And it was pretty much like getting given two shows. Right? Yeah. If it ended after Julian Suzu Suzuki, you would have been like, wow, that might be show of the year. If it ended after <laughs> yeah. the final, you would have been like, wow, that was show of the year for the second half. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, I'm probably in agreement with you. But instead, you combine them. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just, it's it's not even competition. And, you know, I, I talked about it. I, I, I don't know anything that came close for me this year. Like, stardom-wise, Joshi-wise, U.S. why nothing, nothing mm-hmm. comes close, and that is just a credit to the talent. After twenty days, twenty days of tournament action, including Stardom and Showcase and a pay per view in there, they went out there and a new blood for this. some of the wrestlers as well. 
and a new blood. Like it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible what they were able to accomplish. Uh, so, so let's get into the show. How about okay. that? Mirai versus Saida starting us off, right? You, you know, Mirai, she's a main event wrestler, obviously. Like, that's where she's going to be. Mm. But there are few people to get you more amped, right, to start off a show than her coming out with the claps. And, you know, the moment moment, the moment fans are back, cheering's back in any form, it's going to be, like, insane to watch, as we saw, even at the JTO show where mm-hmm. Mirai was not on home court. They've already worked out how to uh, turn the clap into a chant. Yeah, it's... It's going to be crazy. And you have Saeed who comes down there, and I think she's one of the best at being the lower card wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Going out there, giving it her all in five, six, seven minutes, and then that's what they did. That's what mm-hmm. they did, right? They went out there and they delivered. You know, Stardom World Climax, they had a match. I thought that was excellent. Mm-hmm. I remember that being excellent. Better than the match that Mariah had with Utami the next day. I remember that. So... Surprisingly fact, weak weekend for Atami that March pay-per-view series. It sure was. It sure was. Uh, she very much got outshined in the world uh, in the Wonder matches too. So mm. weird. It was weird. Um, but I think Utami has found her um, stride back in this tournament. Thank God. And now she has a direction, which we'll get she to. She found a her hair. That's, that's the truth. She found Long her hair. Tommy cares. Yeah, but short hair Atami is really cool. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like in terms of aesthetic, short hair Utami is just S tier, but she can't win to save a life or get into. Yeah, let's act like stuff. the let's act like the long hair Utami's not S tier too. Like, come on, this what a, what a, a plus. What a uh, no, fine, whatever. Anyways, Ida Mirai, I thought they opened up the show great. Right, mm. Mirai gets mm. a big a big win in terms of she ends up in second place. At yeah. the end of all this, she came in second place very quietly. Her match didn't really matter because she was out, but I thought these two put on a show. Uh, Mirai has used this tournament, I think, to really figure out who she is as a wrestler. She's amazing when she's on the comeback. Mm. She's very good when she's on the attack, but I think she's figured it out and it really tr- translated here in her final match of the tournament. If Mirai wasn't at that kind of upper mid-card, low main event level, she would actually be perfect in this kind of opening match situation, not oh, yeah. just because she's got the clap and the, the music as hype as anything to really get you going for, oh, here comes to start the show. Her style in the ring is just fantastic because she moves at a mile a minute. You could actually oh, yeah. see her in a high-speed match because of I would the pure love pace that, that she has, just rope to rope. <sighs> she's got some nice hard-hitting offense. It's going to get you into the zone straight away. And Ida's a great person to play off because this match was basically just larrets and shoulder bumps the movie and i love that give me that yeah. we got another one of those matches later on and i even i'd like a better version this was a this was a great yeah. uh opening match and like i i looked at on my i like mariah i like saida but i wasn't expecting to be kind of put on the back foot with how good the show was going to be straight away uh but that's what this match did like it got me yeah. really ready to go for this show so kudos to them that's that's what you meant to do on the opening uh match of a show especially one as important as this yeah i think everything on this show before julia versus suzuki is going to go down as underappreciated i think that i think that is my biggest takeaway from the show based off of everyone that i've seen you know talk about it i'm like i'll get to in a few minutes i've already hinted at it many times but there is a match out of these four that i adore there's another one that 
No, shockingly, I loved. I know we'll get to that in a second, but we'll, let's move on here. The next match was, of course, Mina Shirakawa and Natsupoi in the bas- the battle of who will be the number two cosmic angel, I guess, <laughs> since uh, we have an answer on the other part. Um, you know, this match was interesting, right? Because they, they kind of tried to follow a Tam Road mindset in mm. that they tried to explain a lot of story on social media, and they tried to make this bigger than you and me may have think, thought it was going into it. Because, yes, it's a Cosmic Angel versus Cosmic Angel match. That's great, la di da di da but they made it feel more important. And when you got in the ring... They played up to that, you know? I mean, the beginning where they were being a little, like, too serious, as if I should have known they were, like, hating each other all of a sudden, I was like, all right, let's... This is a Tan Nakano thing. You can't do it, Mina. But... But I'm going to applaud the selling, especially, of Natsupoi here. She made Mina look like the most vicious wrestler or the most vicious version of Mina we've ever seen, right? Those dragon screws were wicked, the figure four actually looked devastating. Come on, who, who whoever makes a figure four look devastating anymore? Um, and Mina gets another big win in this tournament, right? She closes out her tournament with a big win, but I will remind everyone she did lose to Hanan. Just want to point that out. Um, but I thought it was a good showing, again, for Mina, who had a good tournament, right? And Natsupoi, who, of course, had a great tournament she's had a great year truthfully mm-hmm. i mean not is gonna go down as one of the most underrated years of stardom in stardom at least if not wrestling um and i think they got the job done right this was a fascinating story because you're talking about how like uh, you know there's there's a there's a very deep story going on with cosmic angels right now which we haven't been fully privy to some of it's been told on Twitter, and it's primarily Japanese Twitter, so you've got the barrier there as a Western fan. But even, I think, amongst Japanese fans and the domestic audience, I think there's a lot of story here which is very under the shadows, and we haven't really been given the full picture. And it's not just involving Mina and uh, Natsupoi, it's involving Unagi as well, which we'll get to later, it's involving Tam. There's a lot here which... I'm fascinated to see if this method of storytelling is intentional or if it's just a case if they haven't had a, a platform to tell it properly because of the nature of the five-star Grand Prix. Um, but it had so many interesting little wrinkles even going into this match and then seeing it play out and even the aftermath when, you know, Tam was carrying that support to the back and Mina kind of stopped her and, like, that little moment there, like, you could have easily missed that, but told a very right. interesting story. The match itself was fantastic, way above what I was expecting on this level. Natsupoi, yeah, she's to me, she's the underrated MVP of stardom. We've been saying this for months now, but she's continued to prove it. Mina's had the tournament of her life so far. And it's important because last year we saw her show promise in the five-star Grand Prix. And yeah, you know, I was like, okay, you put her against the right person, she can deliver. This year, it's felt more consistent. So you don't just have to give her your Mayo Iwatani's or Momo Watanabe to get these great matches out of Mina Shirakawa. She's going out there and having it with most of the roster. Now the big question, of course, is can she carry that through outside of Five Star Grand Prix? Because that was the complaint was after last year's Five Star Grand Prix. (coughs) If we get this Mina Shirakawa, she's going to really step it up. And we we didn't get it. We, we didn't get more wrong about that. I thought but, she got yeah. worse at one point. 
Look, the, the Tam Nakano match was by far the weakest of that white belt run. It didn't really connect. And then she didn't do Ugh. anything afterwards. So it's not all her fault. She just she got her opportunities either. Yeah, she got hurt. This time around, she's proven consistency in the five-star Grand Prix. She's getting another chance to uh, showcase it in a big match situation. So hopefully she can deliver it because if we get a five-star uh, Grand Prix Mini Shirakawa, even on a semi-regular basis, that lifts up not only her and Cosmic Angels, but it just opens up so many more avenues of storytelling. It interests me in a trio uh, Cosmic Angels of, you know, Tam, Natsupoi, and mm-hmm. Mina, if that is the case. Um, you know, they're, of course, I know I'm part of a running joke with Mina Shirakawa, so I don't need to harp on that. But I do have to say, you know, she had, I thought, the match of her life in this tournament against Sayakamatani. She had a great final showing here. Against mm. Natsupoi, you know, it, it's it's not something I'm not you know appreciating. But for me, it's all right. What are you going to do after? I watched yeah. you, you know, have a very good five star last year, and then you went the other direction. I don't want you to do that this year, right? I want you to show some consistency, and that's when I'll start to believe. Because, man, I did not. I was not excited uh, for her tournament coming into this year because she had been so bad. But I think she has shown that she can be better. So that's what I'm hoping for. I hope that translates now. She feels determined, and that's Mm. good to see. Um, But let's get to the next match here. Hazuki versus Momo Watanabe. For me, the first certified banger of the night. Uh Shocking, not so shockingly, they were really good against each other. It's almost like they have chemistry or something. I know every match that they have is just, you know, balls to the wall violence. Um, and the biggest takeaway from this, obviously, is that Hazuki had a physical pin, right? You could see mm. visual pin to win this term. Not only, not only win the match, she would have won the tournament. Yeah. But a way to tie comes through. They pull out the referee, and Hazuki is robbed. Um, but just these two, I could watch wrestle for hours. They'd probably die if that were the case because of how hard they hit each other. But I could watch them wrestle for hours because, right, they're able to do things differently despite having the same mindset of, all right, we're going to go there in there and be violent. We're going to go in mm. there and crush each other. And, of course, they have the very, very long history, for those who don't know. Um, but they just get each other. They are going to have a fantastic title match somewhere down the line, probably when Hazuki's champion. Guessing. Because Momo's not be. winning the title. Is that where we're going with this? <sighs> no, no, it's not. But I just think Hazuki's winning sooner. Right, like I think yeah. Suzuki feels like she, you know, it's on the horizon. Right, she has, she was on the brink of winning the Cinderella and the brink of winning the five star this year. So, it's so what not you're saying like, is she's a choker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she knows she definitely did choke the five star. Mm. Um, but I do think that this match was excellent. It was exactly what I hoped for. I actually, I know people don't like a way to tie. Um, involvement, but I thought this was really well done, right? Because it was so last second, and this is the match that I was so upset I didn't see live for obvious reasons, but I would have bit so hard at that brain buster. I would have (laughs) been like, oh my god, she's gonna win! She's gonna... And then she didn't, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but ah oh, man, it was a great match. Um, and and Momo's moved away from the wrench, it seems, or maybe she has. I don't know. She became she brought Sting, every other weapon, and that's out exciting. For this match. She has become Sting. She is in her Sting era, and I'll say this. Momo Watanabe might have the most underrated year for a pro wrestler in terms of her match output and what she's doing. Because you got to remember, she's been in all the banger tag matches of the year in stardom. She's been a part of all the trios match of the years in stardom. And now she had this tournament just to add to her uh, resume. She had the Shuri match. She had the match with Hazuki at Stardom World Climax. She has put it all together to have a very, very sneaky good year um, just you know, being in all these different types of things. And really, I think that highlights how much of a, how much of a utility type player she is, right? Because we, you know, we say that th- type of thing about Asaki Kashima, who you can plug into roles and she'll fit mm. that. But like legitimately, Momo Watanabe is going to give you the best possible match in no matter the situation. And it's been a lot of fun to see. But this was another case. She wins and she ends her tournament by beating julia mayu Iwatani, and hazuki but you know what i'm told oftentimes that momo is not getting pushed she is done she's dead in the water yet somehow she beats th- maybe the three biggest names in her block uh, but don't you see the, the arguments i've seen for that one is oh but her, she was already knocked out of the tournament at that stage so quote unquote it doesn't count you gotta play spoiler you gotta play spoiler you gotta have diff- she go she started to go away from the wrench after suzu's broke her brain with it Mm-hmm. and change the it's, game look I, I, I the great thing about momo watanabe is yeah she's a utility player in the sense that you can chuck her into any kind of match and she knows how to have a good match with a multitude of styles and like you look at the situation where saika matani and kairi couldn't happen um obviously they put him <laughs> in that situation but if you want to if you're in that situation you're like crap i need to insert someone in here that i can just trust to have yeah. an amazing semi-main event main event match Momo Watanabe is going to be one of the first people you think of to put in that situation. Um, As for the match itself, it was fantastic. I expected it to be as good as it was. (laughs) We've seen the chemistry between them, and they knew this was a big stage for them to be performing on, and they delivered. Um, The only disappointing thing is you kind of mentioned, like, Hazuki getting screwed out of the five-star, like, literally advancing in the five-star because of the interference with Oedo Tai. I would love to see that actually play out in a story. I but agree. unfortunately, we we see Momo and Starlight Kid are moving on to other things. And Natsukotora, who was the one who physically cost uh, Hazuki that match, we now know she's back. And to spoil the next uh, upcoming segments in this, but she's back and she's moving on to another story. Um, a story that which story does makes make sense. sense. Yeah. It makes we're ha- we're very happy they are doing It makes that. more sense, arguably. Yeah. But it's a shame because I think there's, you know, you could actually follow this story beyond the five star Grand Prix. Sure. And, yeah, you we complain about starting not being able to tell non title single stories, and this would be a great sort You're of getting coming a out of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the, the five star Grand Prix, like generally yeah. all the stories coming out of that are championship based, and this would yeah. have been a fantastic non championship story to move on with. They found another one which is still connected to a story te- uh, to championship technically, but I'll shut up for now because it's not about Hazuki and Momo Watanabe. Well, speaking of stories that have nothing to do with titles, we had Mayu Iwatani versus Star- No, we didn't. No, no, we didn't. That, no, no. Although we, we had never a, mind. A what, the match we had was we unfortunately had the match that I wanted to skip. We didn't yeah. have the. I want to talk about Mayu versus Starlight Kid so bad. I'm so ready to skip Sayaka Watani versus um, Ami Sarai. And I think the most important takeaway from this is that on the best night of Stardom's year, 
Saya Kamatani had probably the biggest letdown of a match. Saya Kamatani, who many call the wrestler of the year, if not at least the stardom wrestler of the year, had the most underwhelming match on the show. And I think that's just crazy to think about, right? Because, again, that's probably credit to the entire roster Mm. that they were able to elevate it so much. And also, it kind of adds to my fuel that I don't think Ami Saray is all that great. But that match just didn't click. It just didn't click. They weren't, they didn't work as well as I think we hoped they would Mm. because, you know, Ami's had a good tournament. She's shown a lot of uh, improvement, a lot of potential. And of course, Saya Kamatani is Saya Kamatani. And Saya Kamatani's had some great matches. But I think my ultimate, and this is the part of the show I love, is we can kind of just talk about their tournaments as a whole now. Sayakamatani's tournament had some great matches, right? She had the match yeah. with Suzu. She had the match with Suzuki. Uh, she had the match with Kid at the beginning. You know, those those really stand out. But it still feels like her tournament was missing something. It was missing the, the Sayakamatani flair in a lot of mm. ways, right? Because the te- the match with Natsupoi was a letdown. The match with Mayu Yutani was a letdown. And th- well, this one was just underwhelming for the entire show overall like i didn't expect this to be like super great or anything yeah unlike those other two but it was still like um underwhelmed from this and i think it's an interesting thing to look at she kind of followed the tam nakano five star from last year where tam had some great matches right Mm. but there were absolutely nights that she kind of took off it kind of felt like with this is she knew which matches mattered, and now the matches which That's are going the to set the up championship. Yeah, it's <laughs> the matches that are going to set up title matches down the road. You know, right. all the matches that needed to deliver in the prospect of this is a match that will matter. We got those matches, yeah. and it was important step forward. And maybe she was looking at like, well, look, this is the last night. No one's paying attention to this match. There's more important matches on either side of me. Um, Finish didn't help either. <laughs> See, I would argue that the finish was the only memorable thing about this match. Well, it's definitely the only memorable thing. About I, 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 can I, the only thing good. I can remember from this match was the finish. If like all I know is I was watching, going, oh yeah, I shouldn't have tweeted that out after the third match about this being shot. He was so disappointed. He was like, oh, it's over. I actually thought about going back and deleting the tweet. I thought, no, no. Looking at the rest of the card, the matches that are coming immediately after this, I, I, I think I can good leave thing it up you kept there. The tweet. Good yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I feel like if it was on any other show, I'd probably be saying it was fine. Um, but in the context of this show, and especially in the context of how good size been this year, yeah, it was a disappointing match. It was on the level of Momo Kogo and Unagi Sayaka. That is all you need to know, ladies and gents. Uh, anyways, let's move on. I was on actually more that. interested in that match, but I was too. I was too. Uh, let me move on, though, because this is the match that I've been dying to talk about since. When did this show happen? Saturday? Saturday. Yeah? Yes. Saturday. Um, we had Mayu Iwatani versus Starlight Kid. Again, I think a forgotten match in a lot of ways going into the final. I think people, you know, because it didn't have the stakes like the others did, right? Mm. It didn't have the, oh, if someone wins, they're in. No, it didn't have that at all. But what it did have was the story of Mayu Yutani and Starlight Kid. And to mm. me, that almost was just as important as anything on the show. This, this is going to shock a lot of people. This was my favorite match of the tournament. Wow. Yeah, I know. I shocked myself. But this is how I knew that it was. Because when the show ended, yes, I wrote a thing about Julia. And I, it was definitely had Julia on the mind of her running mm. on the night. 
Oh, wonderful. But also, also, all I could think about was this match. Mm. I was like, am I crazy? What, what, like, what? Because I knew it was great. I knew it was yeah. great. There was no doubt it was great. But I was like, is there a reason? Like, what it was connecting to me? So I went back and watched it. And I was like, yeah, there is a reason. Because it continued the wonderful story of Starlight Kid in the best way possible, right? Mm. They open up the match. They do a little, like, sequence. And then they smile at each other. And it's like the realization by Mayu Time. she's like, oh, all right. I get it. I see. You're a little improved now. You know, it's been a year since they went, they wrestled. And the story is, for those who don't know or are not paying attention, Starlight Kid wants to get to the level of Mayu Yutani. That is her yeah. goal. That is her bigger goal than winning those two belts in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Because even mm-hmm. if she wins those belts, she's still got to beat Mayu Yutani. That's her mindset. And she's added so much over the past year right to her repertoire. She's added Eternal Foe, the uh, Black Tiger Leg Crusher, the... Numero um, Dos. Numero Dos. Yeah, that's what... Sorry. I always call it Numero Dos, but I finally figured out what it was called today, and then I didn't (laughs) remind people it's the Numero Dos. Um, You know, she's added all these moves. She's added all these new things to her repertoire. She had a fantastic tournament where you saw a lot of growth from her. You know, she had that fantastic match with um, Julia... That people, mm. you know, left talking about that fantastic match with Momo Watanabe, where the baby face in Starlight Kid came out, you know, born to be a baby face, but she's still a heel. It's fine, even though I think we're starting to see it more and more as she goes on. You know, it's it's creeping out a little more. Um, you know, she had those matches. She had the match with Nazi Poi, which is great. Match with Suzuki on the f- technical final tournament night, which was also great. She had a great tournament, mm. I think. And... To me, this was the match, right? Put it all together. Put it all together and show me that you are that good now. And I've and I've always thought Starlight Kid's great. I think this tournament, I hope this tournament, told a lot of other people she's at that level now as a complete performer. Maybe not, but I think she is. I mean, if you're not on, if you're not aware of how good Starlight Kid is by this point, I feel like you're you're just not going to get her or accept her. Yeah, it's like you reach a certain point where even if you're not a fan of a certain style, you should be able to at least sit back and go, well, I can see why they're as popular as they are. I mean, Starlight Kid has been one of the most popular wrestlers on the Stardom roster for years now. But like seeing this evolution of her from the plucky underdog babyface into just this uh, eternally cool heel who still has just enough baby face in her. Wow. So you kind of watch and go, I can't wait for when she yeah. goes back, so to speak. Um, like she continues to do everything at such an elite level, and really, it's it's a matter of when and not if that she gets mm-hmm. the opportunity to really run with it. Um, yeah. yeah, this was a fantastic match. It's not my match of the tournament, but I reckon it would be my. I don't think five it's any. I don't think it's anyone's it match of the good. tournament besides mine. But the yeah, fact but that it's your top five tells me I'm not crazy. It, it was at that level, and really, I think the only the only disappointing thing about this really was that the, the stakes weren't there overall. Right. Obviously, sure. you've got the story of Starlight Kid wanting to beat Maya Watani, but I think no one was expecting her to do it on this night because yeah. the stakes weren't there. And I, like, You know I when she beats Maya, yeah. it's going to matter. It's oh. going to be a big deal. And this wasn't the moment because of everything surrounding it. If she had a chance to go in to the finals like she did last year, that's when it gets interesting because you've yeah. got that reward at the end of it as well. Uh, but 
despite of that, it's going to be a fantastic chapter in this career story of Starlight Kid, and it's going to be important to when she finally does beat Mayu, whenever and wherever that might be. Oh, it's going to be... It's going to be one of the biggest matches they can run whenever that mm. happens because it's going mm. to be a main event when it does happen. And her selling was so great because she's pulling right. everything out. She hit like two moonsaults. She had the not numero mm-hmm. dos locked in for mine for ages. Who, yeah. like she's, we're talking about Natsupoy's sell at the figure four. I, I, yeah. I was in my head, Mine definitely winning this. When I saw the way she was mm-hmm. reacting to that lock for as long as it was, I'm thinking, oh, oh, you're yeah. starting to convince me. Um, yeah. And obviously she did eventually get there, and that's a testament to Mayu's selling ability. But both of them played their roles to perfection in this match, both yes. in-ring and storytelling-wise. Yeah, so you talk about the numero dos. Like, that was, for me, like, the spot of the night because of that, like, wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. Mm. Right? It's like, I don't think she's going to win. But wait a minute. And you're yeah. like, you're like, get to the rope, get to the rope, get to the rope. Because <laughs> part of me was like, I don't want the win to happen now. But it's mm-hmm. like, Mayu's doing so good at convincing, right? And the referee starts to grab for her arm, and you're like, oh, yeah. geez, oh, geez. And she just wakes up, grabs the rope, and it's perfect. And then, like you said, she hits two moonsaults. She hit her uh, Black Tiger driver. It's mm. the tombstone type thing. She hit everything except for the eternal foe, right? That's she hit and the like the special uh tiger suplex she had she didn't hit right she She tried to mayu got free and that changed the uh perception of the match but she didn't hit those but like the eternal fight they're both her finishers now it she's wins of both of them she's got three or four moves that can conceivably win matches and she busted out two of them two and a half of them is the is the suplex has she how long has she had that She's had that for about a year, I think. Okay, so they're both. Yeah, but again, it's time. not her go-to finisher all yeah. the time. It, I yeah. think it's it's wrestler dependence. Like when Mayu busts out the hanging dragon sleeper, she right. doesn't do that to everyone. And it's probably she can't do it to everyone. She's not going to pull that off against Natsu Katora. But against the smaller wrestlers like right. Starlight Kid in this match, like she can do it, and it looks brutal. And if someone tapped that, you'd be like, "Yes, please tap." That would suck to be in. But yeah. she can win with the moon so She can win with the two-stage dragon suplex. She can win with yeah. Anything. I, I, I think I do think that Starlight Starlight Kid's finisher will be the Eternal Foe, but I have yet to figure it out, and we'll figure it out someday. We'll figure it out. I, I think that when she wins, that'll her be one match. of them. She because yeah. she's not going to hit that on everyone. She'll yeah. probably hit both. Truthfully, she'll probably yeah. hit that yeah. then the other one. Um, mm. Anyways, like the 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 fact that she hits all her new moves that she's created over the past year, except for those two, right, mm. which are her two finishers essentially she hit everything you know at the end of the match she's just you know throwing her her arms at mayu in like she was like a kid in a lot of ways starlight kid (laughs) yeah like she she was just angry because she's like i can't beat you i can't do it and 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 the best part right is mayu wants her to beat her at the end of the day that's what mayu wants yeah we know mayu wants her to take over stars when she's done she said it after Starlight Kid joined away at a time. <laughs> She's very open about that. And and I think that's why I love this match so much is that Mayu wants her to do it, but she's not going to make it easy. She's going mm. to go to not only her main event mode, she's going to go to championship mode if she has to, to make sure she can't get it done. Right? She hits the scare, one of the scariest tombstones you'll see because she started to slip and then she just dropped her. She was like, all yeah. right, well, you're in position. See ya. Boom. Right. You're enough good enough. You don't have a neck. It doesn't matter. She puts her away with the dragon suplex hold. 
big move there, yes, right? Yes. Drops her right on the back of her head. And that was a good one of those two. It was. It was. Those two, because I think for this match, right, you're going into it, like you said, they don't have the stakes. Hmm. They don't have, they have the stakes of them against each other, yeah. but they don't have the tournament stakes. Hmm. So you kind of gloss over it when you're looking at the tournament because you're thinking of all the matches with stakes. And then they go out there and do what they did. And I think that's actually why I do appreciate it a little more because they didn't have to do this. They could have, they could have easily like taken a step back, right? They didn't have to have one of the best matches of not only this night, but the tournament. They didn't have to I, do I don't know. I, I think my own kid are contractually obliged to go a hundred and every time they're in the ring with each other. That's true. You could put them in a just a training gym, like in the Stardom Dojo. No cameras, no other people. And I think they're pulling this kind of stuff out. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, yeah, just the way they told the story throughout, and kid just still not having enough, and mm. you know, just looking up at her when the match is over. Mayu just like, well, you tried. Good job. Good job. And, and, Gg. And, and that baby face and kid again starts to creep out. And another beautiful touch to this is we didn't have a waiter tie interference, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Starlight Kid knows she has to get this done on her own. And I, I, I think by the time this episode comes out, my article will be out about this match Ooh. where I willingly call Starlight Kid the heir to the icon. She's the heir to the icon. For stardom, four stars in every single way, right? She is going to be that to stardom moving forward. She's going to be that heart to that soul. You just see it in her matches, right? And that's a big role to take on, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think the more we see these two wrestle each other, you're like, yeah, it, it makes sense. I know a lot of people have Hanan picked as the next ace, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not overlooking the 20-year-old starlight kid who is the 11th most popular wrestler in Japan. Who Isn't is already she 21 in... now? Isn't she like a grandma? I don't know. The, 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 I just know Suzu, Azumi, and Starlight Kid have been 20 in this year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's, all I've, that's all I got. Suzu and Azumi she... just turned 20. I think Starlight Kid turned 21. But, I mean, it's much of a muchness, isn't it? Like, yeah, she's yeah. the heir to the throne. She's been the biggest star for stardom in a long time in terms of, like, that's the person that's going to lead your company. And it's just it's a matter of time. And it's probably going to be when she beats Mayu Watani, that's when the crown is officially put on her and said, Here's the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. Right. Possibly that's the moment when she drops the the dark aspect of her character when she wins that match um, and just becomes kind of a, an amalgamation of the plucky underdog and the you know dark persona yeah. she's developed. I, I talked to someone today and they made a great point. When she wins and beats Mayu Yutani, that could be when she goes babyface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which... I'm, again, would be a beautiful sight. I think like, that's one of, if not the biggest main event story-wise that they have, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have Julia and Tommy as just the big, you put that on a poster, you sell a kabillion tickets, you call it a day. But when it comes to storytelling, yeah, this is the biggest match you have right now, which is awesome. That, that, that could main event days. without a championship and draw numbers. Um, it just doesn't have the quote-unquote allure of the first time ever. Yeah, Atami Julia 2 isn't going to be anywhere near as exciting as Atami Julia 1. Starlight Kid Mayuatani 14 or whatever number we're at now does still have that same draw. Sure does. It sure does, and I think that's the excitement here. Uh, but I, I think I've talked about 
this match enough as much as I'd love to keep talking about it. There's an um, even more exciting match to talk about. Yeah, I mean, there's a in terms of highly anticipated, it's hard to beat this match in any form. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the next match, which ranks in my top three of matches of the tournament, um, I think this three. <laughs> Truthfully, three matches on the show ranked in my top three of matches <laughs> of the tournament. So there's there's your sneak peek. Uh, Julia. That high on versus, versus Azumi, were we? I was very high on that match, actually. I thought it was perfection. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Anyways, Julia versus Suzuki. Um, I don't think anyone was expecting the way this match would start with both of them having tears in their eyes, right? It, Suzu wasn't shocking because we've seen Suzu get emotional with when it comes to Julia, right? We've seen it the moment she stepped into Stardom, she was emotional, but it was Julia emotional. I think that's what brought this match from here to here instantly, right? We already had the anticipation at the highest level, hmm. but in terms of storytelling, right? The whole story has been Julia's just like brushing it off. She's like, yeah, you know, you're whatever. You'll you'll figure it out. You know, you're not. You, we were friends, but I moved on. Blah blah blah. She pretty much no sold at all, right? Mm-hmm. She no sold their friendship, their sisterhood in a lot of ways. And then the moment she steps across the ring from her, she's crying like a baby. And instantly, you're just like, oh, this is it. This is this is happening. And for 15 minutes, they give us everything we could have hoped for, while saving something. That's mm-hmm. the crazy part. They save something. They have that wonderful five stars for people that want, that give a shit, right? Like they have that in them, and it's it could be a title match down the line because, as everyone knows, this was a draw, mm. and this for the third straight year, the finalist, the winner, had a draw in their final tournament block match which hmm. that's the key little, to, that's the key to winning this tournament just yeah, draw on win. the final night to advance do not win on the final night um but it was it was violent it was physical julia went mm. through hell mm. and then she had to wrestle again <laughs> to go through <laughs> hell again um terrific stuff i mean it, what what did we we didn't expect anything less <laughs> the, the, the most difficult part about this match was living up to the hype yeah because everyone was excited to see what was going to become of this match because everyone knew coming in this was kind of the match like outside of the final this was the match that had the most hype behind it had the most intrigue even before like it had legitimate uh implications to who goes through because literally suzu wins she goes to the final mm. yeah julia wins or draws she goes to the final because suzuki yeah, gave it yeah, like this was the match in stakes-wise as well as just hype coming into it. And they managed to live up to that incredibly high expectation despite having the limitations of working a 15-minute draw and the limitations of Julia knowing she's going to have to go back out there and wrestle another big match and have to stand out. They did this beautifully. And the, the one thing I really want to mention from this match was the beautiful story arc for Suzu Suzuki and Daichi in this match. Mm-hmm. Because going back to Suzu's very very first match in the tournament against Mariah. She had the injured shoulder. She was refusing to tap. Daichi basically said, no, nah, I'm saving your tournament by calling the match right here. Same same situation happened in this match here where Julia had Suzu locked up. The shoulder was being wrenched. She was in immense pain. Looked like she wasn't going to be able to move. And you could see Daichi kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to call this. And you could just... 
absolute death stamp throughout the whole tournament season has been giving him crap. But right there was like, if you dare call this match, I will hunt you and your family and your family's <laughs> family down. And he didn't call it. She got to the ropes. The match continued. She got back in control and got so close <sighs> to actually pulling it off and being the outsider who comes in and defeats the heavy favourite and goes on to advance to the final. But alas, Julia held on. It's a draw, so we can't help but go, well, we knew we were going to get this match again, but we're going to get this match again. Yeah. And I cannot wait. This I have to go back and rewatch it, but right now this is my match of the tournament. Understood. I think oh, there's so many good matches, but to give a, for instance... Three matches on the show finish in my top five, top three, whatever you want to call it. Mm. It doesn't matter. They're all in the same spot. Okay, they're all in the top three. Yeah. I think, like, in terms of match ratings, I gave them all the same. So it's not even like I picked one over the other. They're just all so great. They're just like, here, here, you pick the order. I don't care. Um, this was it, was it was phenomenal. I mean, mm. I was, the locomotive suplexes for Suzu hitting all of them. She's beaten... Everyone she's beaten, you know, of the top stars, she's beaten mm. with this. And Julia just barely kicks out, right? And you're just like, oh, my God, that was close. I almost believe for a second there. Um, I, It's hard to – it's hard. It's I, I don't know if we can appreciate how great she's been enough in terms of she being Suzuki, right? Because she's not signed to this company. No, she's not. She will be, but she's not. She will be eventually. I'm sorry. It's just going to happen. When you add so many zeros, it's hard to say no after a while. <laughs> um, but she is everything you want in like a future ace, future star, future main eventer. Mm-hmm. She showed it here. She showed it all tournament long. She's my MVP. Like, it was just an incredible run for her. And the only and let's reason not forget she came into this tournament with a bone shoulder, with an injury that honestly, when it was announced, I thought, well, she's out of the tournament because of how long it would normally take to recover. And she was had, had COVID. And like she's not meant COVID. to then come out and do what she's done for the past yeah, two months. Helps to be young, I guess. Helps to be yeah. young. Uh, oh, how I remember. Not even <laughs> even when I was 20, no. if I had that injury in COVID, I'd be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm calling this- for the year. <laughs> This was the night where I just sat there, right? And I just watched Suzu and I watched Starlight Kid back to back. And I was like, wow. We're very lucky. We're very lucky fans. We're very lucky fans because, you know, you look in, you look in the likes of United States and, and even New Japan, stuff like that. There's no one this young that good. Mm. There's Mm. just no one. Like, and, and, (laughs) and stardom, if they sign Suzuki, we'll have three. (laughs) <laughs> right add Azumi into this conversation let's not yeah. leave her out either her match just didn't happen to go long enough to really uh recognize that but they have they're they're going I, I firmly do believe she's going to end up there just based off those final comments right where suzu mm. that was posted um was it is it dana is that who yes, posted yes, it? yes the translations that one suzu, of the many suzu- lifesavers on the uh yes. the in very much community so. yes shout out Suzuki has went from just wanting to wrestle Julia to wanting to wrestle off stardom. And I'm just sitting there like, well, 
It's going to happen. <laughs> if Rossi puts in a deathmatch clause, then she's signing. That's pretty much how it is. I know. And, and with Starterman Showcase, there's more of a possibility than ever, right? <laughs> um, they, they, and the thing is, she doesn't even wrestle that many deathmatches, right? She wrestles like one every two months, if, and, if that. So it's mm-hmm. like, I think she's going to enjoy it for the rest of the year, at least. Yeah. Maybe part of next year. But the good news is she was announced for a show already for a stardom mm. show. So she's not going anywhere. A bit right? of a drop in quality, that, that match. Very yeah. much so. But I'm just happy to see her name on yeah. something. Because yeah. that means she's no she's uh, going nowhere. I can see Risa Sarah takes some time away from stardom. But oh, Suzuki's yeah. not going anywhere. She mm. is... As, as she's already a main eventer for them, and she doesn't even yeah. have a contract, she will win a title the moment she signs. Like that is the yeah. truth. We we need the Julia rematch because that's that's set in stone, and yeah. we need the Sai Kamatani title rematch because they hinted at that so heavily yeah. that that kind of has to happen. Gonna need her to walk out there after Saya beats Mina. Gonna hey, need it. They have Osaka Eddie on first arena. As far as I'm concerned, that's going to be Eva Suzu or Starlight Kid. Um, I'll take mm. Eva. But I'm guessing, yeah, Starlight Kid will be an interesting one to run back because, like, if they run that back, I wouldn't, like, you kind of go into that, like, okay, if the Kyrie match isn't happening, this could be it. <laughs> like, mm. this could be it. Mm. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. And we don't know if the Kyrie match will ever happen, so we will. No, we would the, be going was, into that like that. They might have missed the boat with that, especially with yeah. the IWGP tournament coming through. If Kyrie just, wasn't winning, yeah, then it's okay, yeah. right? So, yeah, it sucks, but it's okay. It sucks for us, but it is what it is. Anyways, that was the first half. Two, three must-see matches. Yeah. Two, two matches of tournament quality matches. Another match which was as good. Like, that would be a it match would be of like, the night on most shows. Yeah. Yeah. And Mina like, Boy was even, fantastic. If you had a must-see guide, right? Like, mm. I, I tried to put a list together before the finals of all the matches you should see. I think I would put four of the first half, if not three. Maybe Mina and Natsupoi is like right there. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're, the fact they're in the conversation tells you how good that first half sure. was, right? Yeah. All right, Trent, we're, we're 49 minutes in. Got through the first half, doing pretty good. Yeah. But the second half has a lot more stakes. So here we go. <laughs> uh, so the second half had Unagi Sayaka versus Momokogo. And this is when we will talk about the lovely Unagi Sayaka seeing that I have no time later with the press conference stuff to do mm-hmm. so. So we're going to do it now. Now mm-hmm. Sayaka, of course, kind of revealing today that she's going freelance in some form while still a member of the Cosmic Angels. Mm. So I'm not going to touch on the rumors that are out there because I don't know it's true. Though the rumor who, of who it comes from, you know, I am more likely to believe than not to believe. Yeah. Either way. To me, it doesn't feel like she's completely gone. If anything, she's kind of taking a break, mm. trying some new things, right? It's It seems like they don't want to lose her because she's very popular. Oh, yeah. Right? She's very popular. And it seems she doesn't necessarily want to leave, but she's been doing these outside matches already. She was scheduled for a few. So I think it's okay. Sucks that she's not in tag league, mm. but it's okay. I think Unagi will still be in a stardom ring at the end of the year, if not at the end of the year, beginning of next year, and it will be all good. At least we still get to see her wrestle. At least she's not leaving, right? Yeah. Like she's, if yeah. anything, if she only goes freelance, 
sucks, but like there's places for her to go, right? Get her mm-hmm. to Gato move. Her and Mace Ruga would be like, I break my, my brain would break. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, what am I watching? <laughs> her and Mace Ruga and Chia Koshikawa with oh, the, just the, the energy and <laughs> loudness between yeah. them. Um, like you would hear that all the way in Osaka. She's just right? assessing the yeah. indies of Joshi, yeah. and we appreciate her for that. Right, it's, it's actually a, it's a double agent from Rossi <laughs> sending him to all these promotions and going, okay, assess them. Tell us who to bring into New Blood. Yeah, who do we want to sign? Who are we I, I mean, I joked to you before we, this the show that this is actually just Rossi paying back all the companies that are working for New Blood. It's like, oh, thank you for sending your talent true. to these shows. Have a have a meal because Unagi is expensive over there. She is it's not just pork. It's not chicken. It's an expensive meat. So she, have she is working all of the companies that have worked with them. Yeah. That is worth noting. If she starts GTO. working Tokyo Joshi again, then we can. Yeah, play. yeah. If she shows up at Wrestle Princess 3 next week, then, okay, we could sound the alarms. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that's happening. If it does, then oh my God. Uh, unless that's but, a Trojan eel that Trossi's sending. She might have a chance at winning world title gold, though, if she goes there. So. Just, is she a pillow, though? Mm. Yeah, she was. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> but the match with Momo Kogo, I thought it, if anything, it exceeded my expectations of going into it being like, whatever, right? Because it was in this the This should spot. have been the weakest match on the card. Yes. It was in the dead spot, worth noting. Yeah. It was. It, it came after an Anoki moment of silence, you know, bell mm. salute, came after the break. Came after Julia Suzu and Mind you, you needed that If it had gone on straight yeah. after Julia Suzu, oh, it would have been doomed. Yeah. It came yeah. after like, you know, two incredible matches, mm. the Inoki salute, the break. Mm. It that's why I say it felt like we watched two shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because yeah, it was like, absolutely. oh, a new show. And, uh, and if this was the first match on the card, really you would have well. totally bought it. Yeah. Um, I'm happy now you got points. Right? I'm yeah. happy she got points. <laughs> If you didn't win this match, you would have believed, yeah, she's gone. Well, if if you'd lost this match and then news came out, you'd be like, oh, well, it was nice seeing Unagi for a year and a half and starving, but uh, she's gone. I do Um, not want Unagi to be gone. I think that's my number hmm. one thing. Like, yes, I get it. Stardom would be perfectly fine if Unagi Sayaka didn't come back, but she still has a great role for them. There's no one that replaces what Unagi does. Whether whether you're a fan of hers like I am or you're not, and I would get it if you're not a fan. Wait a minute. I may never have to see Cosmic Rules again. You mm. think Unagi's purely the person doing that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who's she's gonna a, get she's, DQ'd? <laughs> she's trying to ruin it. She's trying to stop uh, these matches from happening by ruining. She's it. just I being a pervert. That's what she's being. <laughs> Mina Shirakawa's behind it all. Well, then I have a reason to blame. Okay, more reason to blame Mina. Great, that's what I needed. <laughs> Matches well, I guess we'll find out. Cosmic Rules 3, if it happens at the next Artem in Showcase. Yeah, if she's not in it, we know. There. Yeah, we know. It's, <laughs> unless she comes out through the crowd because she has to complete completely ruining these matches. Yeah, that's when we'll know. November uh, 26, on. that's when we find out whether Unagi is uh, still with Stardom or not. Or whether <laughs> she's the, the mastermind behind Cosmic Rules. Uh, we're going to move on from that match. We're going to see if we talk about this next match longer than the match actually lasted. The answer will be And yes. start. Um, Azumi versus Saki Kashima. Azumi comes out with brand new gear, right? Very exciting gear. And I'm didn't even get it dirty. Didn't get it dirty. Um, I love the long boys aspect of it, right? Like the pants type thing. Looked great. The green's a little weird. I'll get used to it. But I was it like, why is green, purple, purple green work? Yeah, it's the gold that was yeah, throwing yeah. me off. Because yeah. purple and green, you know, you become the, the, the Incredible Hulk. So it's okay. Or the Milwaukee um, Bucks. 
Got to keep bringing the basketball yeah, references, sure. but and we've gone over the match limit. Yeah, there was no, there was no chance. Um, <laughs> we didn't even get birth- to the second person in this match. It's her birthday. She had an incredible entrance. By the way, I never talked about this. Starlight Kids' entrance was amazing. Oh was yeah, like, beautiful. That still, that someone took of mm. like, oh my god, I was like, oh, this is the they biggest star the in wrestling. Really well, all night. Yeah, this was I, that was the one time I said this is the biggest star in wrestling, and then we got to the finals and someone else's entrance i was like never mind that's the big star in wrestling <laughs> i tried um but yeah they use the screen great uh i hope they go back to this arena more which i'm sure they mm-hmm. will it was it's a really good arena. arena fits that big screen which is most yes. important um <laughs> we want the big screen i i just want to say like wwe's had a big stupid fucking screen right for years and they have never done anything as cool as the starlight kid entrance the azami entrance the Julia entrance, half of the entrance, like they never even touch it. So I just want mm. to tell them that they need to pick up their games. They have more money than stardom has. They should, they have no excuses. Maybe like, come on, come on, get, get your shit together. Anyways. Don't they just use it to put like a, a basic font with the name on it? That's pretty, pretty much, much all they use they, it for. They're yeah. starting to or change a logo. it a little more. They're starting to slightly change it more now, but yeah, that's pretty much all they do. The Starlight Kid um, entrance was the perfect example of how to use a pure screen entrance yeah. gimmick. That that's that was the best way to do it. She also has the best entrance overall, mm. Mm. anyways, like for, for any sure. show. Um, but you know, we'll get to Julia. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we have Saki Kashima, of course. Got to pay our respects to Saki Kashima. Who has the most devastating finisher in all of wrestling? And she proved one-winged, it in this match. One winged angel who yeah. never existed. Not a real thing. It's a bitch move compared to the revival. Sorry, Kenny Omega. Uh, this match. Abushi's never legit- kicked out of the revival. I'm just putting that out there. Exactly. I'm going to say this, and I mean this so, like, this match was perfectly done. Yeah, you could not have done this better. Yeah, the battle of rings, they trade like seven different pins. Yep, she gets that revival. It's over. It was they, they tried brothers finishing pins. The crowd was hyped for it. Like they definitely right. broke some of the give the me only rules the high in speed match. match. Yeah, give it to me. I, it, there's no reason not to. Well, I mean that's presuming uh, Saki survives Shuri again. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. At least they could give her a title match. It would only be fair. It would only be fair. That's true. You don't want to. You don't want to revive. Yeah. You know. I mean, Saki Kashima gives Rossi enough hell as it is. You, what? What would you imagine if she was suddenly the red belt champion? Saki Kashima. You know how Brock Lesnar had the like eat conquer whatever shirt, like yeah. the sleep repeat. We need a eat revival sleep repeat. For sure, uh, sure you need to add buy sneakers and then repeat. Buy sneakers, then repeat, and sell her own photo book to trick other people in her matches. You know, because Saki yeah. Kashima, Saki Kama, Saki Kashima remains a true gift to this company. The best spoiler in wrestling. She beat every top competitor in this goddamn tournament. <laughs> she lost all the weak ones, but mm. she beat every top competitor. Uh, hell of a tournament for her. She finished it with 12 points. She played 8, the fucking death, the Yano role, and it was as good or better than they have been doing lately. Yeah. Uh, and for, she's and, the ultimate. And for those counting, Azumi and Starly Kid did finish with the same amount of points this year. Ooh. 
I didn't Suzu actually notice that. But Suzu Suzuki had more, so tough. Uh, She's anyways. officially the biggest prodigy in wrestling after that. Yes. Well, she beat Kid, so. She did beat Kid. She did beat Kid. Anyways, moving on, because mm-hmm. we still have so many matches. We just and that was a 30-second match. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we had Koguma versus Tommy Hayashida. Uh, Koguma decided to wake up this tournament. It took her 11 matches. 12th match was the one. She woke up. She went out there with Tommy. They threw each other with German suplexes. And then they had the best reversal of the BT bomb mm. we've ever seen. Perfection. Yeah. Like, it was so clean. It was so perfect, which, of course, was the BT bomb into the Yoshi Tonic. One, two, three. Koguma eliminates Tommy Hayashida. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, and, and this was kind of the match where you're reminded if you were watching New this tournament. Too. Sorry, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that, we should have realized she was coming in serious because she ditched that horrible gear that she wears. For I, thought, I thought you were going to say, we should have known she was going to win. I was like, we just watched Azami lose in 45 seconds. What are you talking about? <laughs> Some people yeah. thought that that's why she was going to win. And I was like, no, 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 no. New no. gear doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I mean, Azumi... we saw new gear for the trios match with stars and they didn't win. And that, that, that got me. I saw Hanan come out and uh, Hazuki and uh, Kogama come out with the new gear. I'm like, oh, oh, we are getting a title change. And then, yeah, they faked me out on that. Another but... reminder that Momo Watanabe was in another fantastic trios <laughs> match this year. Just... But, yeah, th- this was the match to remind you that Kogama, yes, she's been doing the comedy gimmick. She's been playing the night off role for the tournament. But she came back and reminded everyone that, hey, when she wants to be serious, when she wants to wrestle, uh, she can. And she she didn't do the bad thing once. She didn't do the bad I thing am. once. You are. Uh, and unfortunately, only I can see this uh, wonderful visage that I'm getting. Um, Itami did the bad stuff, and she lost. So actually, it gets. seems like, the, yeah, she she. Uh, I, when she came out, I actually thought, oh, she dropped the extensions because it looked like for a moment she had the short hair. And just the image of she <laughs> had the short hair was she enough said, to I want to take lose. the match seriously and lose this match. So She, um, she said, I want to lose. Yeah. Um, Koguma finishes with a healthy 14 points. So mm. once again, she's booked strong, even if she's not wrestling that way the whole tournament. Uh, great for her. Utami also finishes with 14. I meant to do all these points things the entire time, but we'll just do it for this block. It's okay. Um, Moving on. Moving on. We had Tam Nakano versus Saki. I am going to say this in the nicest way possible. This couldn't have been more on par with what I expected. (laughs) Like, it it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was fine. Uh, It was fine. It was one of Saki's best matches of the tournament. That Tells you a lot about Saki's tournament. It's been steady. Mm. It's been steady. Mm, yeah. Nothing super special. Nothing bad. Just steady. And... He's been a three-star wrestler in the tournament. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you're going to get a decent match out of it, but you're not necessarily going to get a match. You're like, oh, she's a better and tag you can go back wrestler. And watch that. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'm actually excited that she's in tag league. Um, and this was a good match to protect Tam a bit because she didn't have anywhere near as much time to recover heading into <sighs> her eventual dude, championship dude, match. No, no, no. No, it doesn't matter how much time Julia had. She went through hell. <laughs> and yeah, then she, it she, she hit two shoot headbutts. I'm pretty sure she got dropped on her head twice. It didn't matter how much resting time she had. The only way she was going to feel good going into that match 
is if she took the night off until then, like Momo could last year. Actually, no, they had Momo wrestle a random match. But you get, oh, I mean, she was, she was in a, a three way match that didn't With make Pia the and Rina show and didn't win. And she did she take a bump in that match? I doubt it. We never got to see it. They didn't even air. They didn't put it on Stardom World. They're like, yeah, we don't. Yeah. You know, you don't need to see it. I'm not win, convinced though. she actually wrestled that match. Like that, they probably did it. She probably she just did. was like, yeah. Like if she was in a Oedo tie time, like she, she would have yeah. literally did nothing. Um. Anyways, let's move on. As we had three fantastic matches to close out this show. Mm. Again, a show of the year contender starting with the first time ever match between micah and Amika. i believe they were eliminated officially yes they were. One, they which were. stinks for obvious reasons because like takes a little away from it wish they just flip-flopped these two matches ideally you would have but i think it was just the case that they they wanted to give tam that extra 13 14 yeah no i rest for but sure it would have been nice because you would have had tension in this match because the winner potentially could have advanced yeah not that there was a winner so it didn't matter but no. um this was as great as i think we all hoped right it 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 lived up to expectations much mm-hmm. like julian suzu did much like hazuki and momo did in their own fashions all around right uh, they just they just glared at each other for 15 minutes or whatever. I don't know how much time the match was because they did the double knockout, of course. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God, it was – I couldn't have asked for more from these two. It, it was, as you said, exactly what I wanted. I love because I, we had the Julius Suzu match where, like, they just as the bell rang, you'd see the tears flowing down their eyes because they were in this match and it was happening. With these two, you just kind of saw little moments when, like, they were trying to keep their characters and Mike is very stoic and Himika's kind of the, yeah, she's smiling, but it's more of a, oh, I'm here kind of thing. But you'd see them just kind of exchange little sideways looks and just you'd see the, the sides of the mouth just kind of, edge upwards and little smirks yeah. and like they were excited to have this match and i reckon they planned this how it was going to go and it was yeah it delivered exactly what we wanted it was the evolved version of Eda versus mariah big meaty women bumping meat it was brilliant and we saw some big kickouts too like this was yeah, the make uh, uh, michinoku and um, Micah kicked out of the running power bomb as well, which yeah. has been kicked out of, I think, once with Shuri, um, but yeah. that would be about it. So of course Shuri two, kicked out of it. <laughs> two big kick out. I mean, that got me because no one had kicked out before. I actually, for a moment, thought we were getting a jumbo red belt, but we didn't. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, I we need to have this again. I don't want them to ever break up. This needs to be a right. tag team forever. I mean. Himika's feel wearing like Micah's ring now, so that they're married. Um, but we need to see this match a, a second or third time, even if it's only in the five-star Grand Prix. I hope, I hope after this that they are the tag league favorites this year. I really do. I think they've earned They have to be one of. They've There's earned one other team in that tournament that worries me, but they have to be among the favorites. In that block, to be exact? Yeah, sorry, in that block. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they should be the favorites. I mean, they they didn't get the run that they deserved the first time. Uh, and they're not, not being saying... the tag league together, which is interesting. Right. Yeah, so this this should be a good run. Mm. Um, again, just ugh, they, they, they destroyed each other with lariats, and it was wonderful. They Absolutely. know what I like, and they just dished it up to me on a silver platter. So thank they you, Micah, and thank you, Himika. 
They sure did. Uh, now we have the next match, the final match of the Red Stars block. Mm-hmm. If Shuri wins, she's going back to the finals as a champion, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert, she didn't win. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shuri and Risa Sarah, I thought they definitely changed up the match mm-hmm. from what they had previously, and I liked the change up. It was a lot more... It's hard to say because, like, if I say stiff, it's like, well, yeah, but the other one was stiff. But it just felt more personal in some mm-hmm. ways. Like, that that title match, it was Risa Sarah just trying to win the title any means mm. necessary. This was like, yeah, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. You're going to beat the crap out of me, and we're going to see who wins. She remembered um, what Shuri said, which was, come back, I know you're better than this. You don't need the, yeah. the kendo stick, and you don't need the interference. And Sarah was like bet and yeah she won big the the moments where they were just dragging their foots across each other's faces i was like <laughs> this is this is evil like mm. no part of this is normal behavior yet you guys you don't do are this doing with your it. friends back in massachusetts no i don't i don't do this with my friends personally sometimes i wish i could but that's that's a different conversation for a different day well, i'm never meeting you in person <laughs> That's a lie. Anyways, tra- I didn't say I'd do it to you. Wait, wait, I said, just pull up, pull up. You said that me never meeting you was a lie. Do you have something? Are you outside my window right now? I am, we already I met am, and I'm just not I aware of it. in this. Australia right now. Uh, I need Anyways. To, I need to be using a VPN. You're using uh, the uh, interwebs to find where I am. Yeah, I couldn't even begin to guess where you are. You probably You're being like that before. obsessed idol follow who's looking into the, the, the white of my eyes and working out from reflection. I'm going to, you know, when you go to Japan, I'm going to tell Risa Sarah to give you a receipt for me. Okay. So shush. I'll take that. Like, I, I, will, <laughs> I will die. But that's a, yeah. that's a hell of a yeah, way you, to go. You, you, you've seen the, uh, the um, fan of. Uh, yeah, yeah, like tubes. Yeah. yeah, you're getting that to the skull. Anyways, anyways, let me talk Put about that, that. On my, uh, I can't even remember. Bucket list. <laughs> death by, <laughs> death by light tube fan from Risa Sarah in her deathmatch gear. You'd be proud of that one. Um, hey, but I, 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 screw dying by natural causes or tripping and falling <laughs> or you know hurting my head or getting run over by a car. That's you go out in style. All right, no one told you you had to get ran over by a car, but I'm happy you're just ready for that. Let me talk about the match, man. The match was great. It was, you know, it wasn't to the championship level, but, you know, a step or two below in a good way because, again, I'd love to see these two go at it for a third time if they ever want to. Um, There's history there. I think Risa Sarah would be such a great – I don't think if – if Suzu were to sign, I do think there's a chance she would sign too, but I just love Risa Sarah in this promotion. She mm-hmm. offers something different that no one else does. You know, she has a like her her entrance is so funny to me because it's so like classic and professional and almost beautiful in a lot of ways with mm. the music and the robe and she just has this elegance about her and then you're like wait a minute this is the scariest deathmatch or deathmatch wrestling joshi outside of Mimi Reed and Yamashita why am I feeling this way and then she goes in there and does what she does with Shuri and you're like oh never mind she would kill mm. me but she's also wonderful you know it's all it's all it's all the feelings that go into your head at the same time because she's terrifying but she's also amazing she hit the double knees again in this match. And I was like, God, man, like, 
I know Shuri can take it, but like, yeah, I think you put a little extra stank on those ones. Like, I think you were like, yeah, I'm just, I'm driving these into you, bitch, and you're gonna like it. And I don't think Shuri liked it, but but the only the only problem I have with this match was the weird finish because yeah. I do think they were going for an air raid crash and then the pin. But yeah. Risa just kind of got up, fell, and one, two, three. But it's fine. It was a really good. It ended up being a flash. Yeah. yeah, it was a really good idea, and I, I think it was meant to be the classic kind of deadlift up off the ground. It would have looked amazing as it was. Yeah, she kind of started to get up, and then it was kind of a little. Boop, it just felt and, like a flash pin at that point. Yeah, and Sherry kind of sold it a little bit like that. I think it was almost like she was like, "This wasn't. This is her finisher, but it wasn't her finisher. It's right. kind of a flash pin. Do I sell it as a flash pin or as a knockout move?" And she did a little bit of both. Um, it wasn't ideal, but. It doesn't detract from the rest of the match enough, um, yeah. like some bad finishes can. It was yeah, a fantastic match. Just kind of yeah, if you blink and miss the finish, you've not missed that much. Yeah, and now that we've completed the Red Stars block here, I think you know the, if if you haven't watched the show yet, if you're waiting for it on Stardom World, the must see matches are those last three. Mm-hmm. Um, those last three we talked about. And I do think everyone should watch Azumi versus Saki Kashima. I'm not even yeah. slightly kidding. You know, if you're in my Discord, I, I put my must-see matches. That went in. And I wasn't joking about it. It went in for well, a I mean, that has been uploaded in full. Like, it went up on Twitter. And That's they just true. They did put it up on Twitter. So it, it's, if, if you can't get onto World yet or you're not subscribed yeah. to World, you can watch the greatest sub-30-second match of all time. I think it was 45 seconds. Oh, my bad. Okay. The greatest, the greatest sub thirty second match of all time is uh, Saki Kashima versus Hanakamura. Actually, that is class as well. If, if this match was sub thirty, I would give it over that personally. Yeah, oh, but it wasn't. Well, yeah, they did a lot more. That one was literally revival. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that happened. Um, this one had a little more movement to it, but I do hope that. Uh, everyone enjoyed this block because again it was great. Wasn't the same as the first block. Didn't really expect it to be, but no. it still hit. It still hit, and that's mm. again credit to this roster. Um, then it was the finals, man. We got to the finals. We we're here. We've made it to the finals, and then we're gonna go over you know our MVPs and and overachievers, underachievers, and top five favorite matches. So be ready for that too, because we're not done with tournament talk, even though we've kind of hinted at all of that um but you know we make things official on here but let's talk about the final we had julia versus tam nakano the final that i predicted at the very beginning right here on this show i also convinced trent before he (laughs) didn't you know say something else it wasn't my fault that they announced the tam shuri match after we made our predictions on another show it wasn't my fault i was still right I was still right. I told you it was going to happen, and then it did. And I'm happy it did because, as I wrote in my article, which uh, you can read on VoicesWrestling.com, just anyone wants to, um, this was this night highlighted, it showcased, it brought to light the road of Julia in Hmm. every single way. She fights her ice ribbon former sister you know who she left for stardom she went to a draw with her she didn't beat her but she went to a draw with her in a very emotional battle and then here in the final she gets her first major singles win 
over the woman who sent her down the downward spiral last year, right? She got her head shaved. She was a tag team champions. That was great, but she didn't win a big singles match. She enters the five-star Grand Prix last year as the heavy favorite. She gets injured, has to miss the rest of it. She comes back at the Stardom Dream Queendom, has that amazing, amazing emotional match with Konami, one of my favorite matches of last year, right? She does that. Then they lose the tag titles, right? She's the one that gets pinned. Then her and Shuri go to war. Shuri leaves Donna Del Mondo. It's, and that's where it all started crumbling down again. They leave. She leaves. Mariah leaves. She loses that title match, right? You know, Natsu Poi leaves for Cosmic Angels, breaks her heart. She beats her up a little bit in the tournament, but that's not a call. She loses her first two nights of this tournament. Mm. She's on the back burner. She's got to figure something out. And then she goes out and has the run of the tournament in a lot of ways, gets to the final here, faces her biggest rival in stardom, Tam Nakano, in a very, very physical, emotional match that mm-hmm. features a tiger suplex from the top rope where I watched Julia, I think, touch her foot with her head in the wrong way. You know, I mean, there's not a right way to do that. I mean, some people are really flexible and like can do it. You know, like the people that bring their foot over their. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I was just trying to explain. Show me, Scott. Show me no, on camera. Can't, won't even be able to try. Uh, but like, you know, she got folded there. They slapped the taste out of each other's mouths. Legitimately, you literally watched Julia spit on the floor. You know, she they, they traded glorious, uh, glorious driver and violet screwdriver to each other. And then she finally wins with that Northern Lights bomb, a move she has been saving, a move she developed in her downfall to win the match, to beat Tam Nakano, and to complete a fantastic story in her rise back to the top. Her entrance, by the way, there is no bigger star in wrestling than Julia, I think. Like, after that, I was like, wow, I think Stardom knows what they have here. Uh, they like Tam kind of had the same entrance and it didn't feel at all the same. Mm. And like, I'm not saying Tam looked bad or anything, she has an amazing theme song, she looked majestic. But I was like, this this is Julia's tournament, no one's no one's touching this. Uh, just a phenomenal final. I do still think last year's final was a better overall final, as a in terms of a wrestling match. But if you're looking for that emotion, if you're looking for that story, it's hard to beat this one, you know, it wasn't perfect. But it shouldn't have been because of what they went through earlier in the night, right? Like, Julia especially should not have been perfect. She got her ass kicked, and she survived to see another day, had this fantastic match, fantastic final, fantastic end to the show. The right winner. Predictable winner, but the correct right winner. No one else should have won this. It was I. It was okay. <laughs> no, no, it was fantastic. Um, it's, and you're absolutely right. Like, I, I know some people were complaining. Oh, you know, it's a two month long tournament to have a predictable winner. If if it's a, if the story is told right, there's no problem with a predictable winner because, like, when you watch Marvel movies, are you expecting the hero to walk away and win the right. match? Yeah, like Iron Man one. Were you shocked when Iron Man ended up walking away as the winner of that movie? No. You're like, of course, that makes sense. That's how you tell the Iron Man story. This right. was Julia's tournament. She said it from the beginning. She said she was the main protagonist of this tournament. 
So the main protagonist should be finishing this show as the winner. This wasn't the Empire Strikes Back. We don't need this shock, oh, you are the winner, because we found out who Julia's father actually was. This was the logical storytelling, and it worked. Was it predictable? Sure, but that's fine. A good story can be predictable because you tell the story well. You know, yeah. Don't do shock surprises for the sh- sake of shocking people because that's how you lose people's interest because it won't make sense. That's why Vince Russo gets laughed at because he would go for these ridiculous twists and turns and stuff. That's not They're how good you book sometimes. They look, in but the right situation. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you had shocked us and had. I don't know, Micah go through and win this tournament. Sure, Micah's a fantastic wrestler. She's in a main event match moving forward, but it wouldn't have made sense for the story that was being told in this tournament and the story that's been being told for several years now. Like, Julia needed the disappointment of last year, whether she was meant to win or not. We don't truly know. Like, sure, he's just made so much sense. It's kind of almost could be revisionist to go, oh, well, that's that was who was meant to win. But it just works so well. Sure, if she'd won that... Julie, if she won that last year, it wouldn't have had anywhere near the same value and impact that it's mm. had this year because mm-hmm. we've seen what Julie has gone through. She's suffered. She's had to pick herself back up. She's had to become a stronger person. And this is where the reward comes to. And now she's ready to be Red Belt champion, presuming she goes on to win the – but, you know, whether she does or doesn't, this tournament needed Julia to win for it to actually make yeah. sense. And it was a fantastic match to do it. As you said, not the perfect match. Shuri, Momo was better um, in terms of just pure wrestling. But these guys can have a messy match and it works because that's in the character and the rivalry and the the story. That's that's the Tam Road right there. Yes. That's that's the beauty of the Tam Road. Um, Tam Road is not cleanly paved. Yeah. I don't think this is talked about enough, but the amount Julia improved through Mm. all these failures as an in-ring performer is just night and day. Like, yes, yeah. she was good when she was Wonder of Stardom champion, right? She had that great match with Tam to end her reign. Sure. Mm. But I can already tell you her World of Stardom title reign, which is going to happen, is going to be better than that Wonder of Stardom title reign because she is sure. so much better. And she's crafted her style to be just such so much more interesting. She doesn't do the grappling as much anymore i know that's a problem for a lot of people um she is just all about the fight mm. and about the violence you know maybe maybe you take a step back on the shoot head butts because i'd like you to keep your brain but you know it, she is as good as anyone right now she feels like she's that top star she's yeah. currently after this tournament i'm telling everyone my based off my uh match uh match rating she's like a point behind Shuri. Like she is that close because of this tournament, especially. I mean, she, you know, she had the Shuri tournament, but in her own fashion mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And I think 15 minutes really did benefit her and made her matches that much better. For sure. Right? Like for Shuri last year, her matches were better because it was 20 minutes. Julia's were better because it was 15. Julia's probably in three or four of my top five. I think she's in four of my top five matches. I'm not <laughs> Which is like it's a it's a credit to her. She knew yeah. this was her tournament, and she delivered as if it was. And that, you know, she didn't have to do that, right? But she took control. Um, her celebrating, you know, you you did kind of get that like 
vision of her and Hanakamura. I tweeted that out of the, them two, you know, posing with the crown mm. and the and the robe, and it's like, wow, this is like very emotional in a lot of ways because it's like, you know, that's why she has the braids in the first place. Yeah. And she brought and, it back for this tournament and yeah. seeing her in the robe, like. It almost feels like maybe she wasn't going to keep the braids, and then she kind of thought, "Oh, yeah. she did get rid of them." Yeah, yeah. She came back to the Konami match. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it it was special. Um, you know, I I wasn't going to talk about this, but I do think that the you know they give out all the awards right for like. I don't know what Mariah won, but I, I always just said best soul. <laughs> the, the, the first three awards always feel a little interchangeable. Yeah. You know? like yeah. Fighting but, spirit and best technique. And it kind of, yeah. yeah, it feels like they're maybe just chucking a roulette wheel and picked time. Yeah. I do want to give credit to uh, Suzu Suzuki and Saya Kamatani for being the best odd couple possible to win an award. Suzu Suzuki is mm. not happy she had to share an award, but also there's the little scene in the back of Julia being as happy as she possibly can that uh, Suzuki won that. I did say at one point that I'd love if if they, you know, embrace these two. Like, if Suzuki signs everybody, she's going to be part of DDM. I'm just telling you that now. It really does feel like <laughs> that. It's going to happen. She already has the gear for it. <laughs> she's ready, you know, the moment she does. Um, unless they sign Prominence, and Prominence is going to get their own thing. Um, or at least those two, and then they can add to Prominence. Um, but just just a fantastic tournament. I think fantastic Susan should join result. Cosmic Angels just to piss uh, Julia off even more. That would be funny, but I think that, uh, I mean. You, you know the depth. She, she would learn that dance just so she could annoy Julia she that would, little bit She'd more. probably perfect it. She'd probably perfect it. And Walker's still failing at it. Yeah, well, that's Walker for you. But, uh, you know, we, we, we have officially gone through this entire tournament. I watched 157 matches. You probably watched 157. Uh, did you miss any? Uh, there's probably one or two because, like, I think the week before when they suddenly dropped, they had like three matches, uh, three shows yeah. in a row, and it was like boom, 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 yeah. boom. I'm like, I like got other things in my life. I don't have time, so I I did miss a couple of matches here and there when they did those kind of bump right. drops. I watched 157 yeah. matches. He watched 150 matches. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a number. We have watched the whole thing beginning to end. And I think you can easily watch the final night and understand everything that went on in this tournament. But I also do think that you should go back, at least watch the must-see matches from this mm. tournament because everything building to this last night does tell a story. And I think they did that better this year than last year in building stories for every wrestler, right? You had Hazuki who starts off 7-0. Chokes the last five, even though she had a visual win. Yes, she would have won this goddamn tournament, but it didn't happen. You had Momo Watanabe who started off ice cold and wins as strong as you possibly can, beating the winner. So, title match coming my way, I win. Uh, Mayu Yutani and Hazuki, right? Final night, she also beat Starlight Kid. You have Starlight Kid who kind of out of nowhere got back into it, right? In those last mm. couple weeks. She was right in until the last. I mean, she could have had the second most points if she won. She would have been tied with Julia, actually, if she won. So mm. big stuff there. You had Suzu Suzuki, who started off one and four and then won her last six matches again to contention and then drew with the winner 
right? Yes. Mayu Iwatani played an important role in just having great matches, as she often does. She played the Mayu Iwatani role. This, that's the story for Mayu Iwatani. She has her story. She tells it. Um, then you go to the Red Stars block. I don't want to just make this all about the Blue Stars block, even though they deserve it. But again, with Mariah, right? She built herself up. Hmm. You get it. Blue Star, Mina Sherikawa proves a lot. Everyone had a story. Hanan, right? Closes out the yes. tournament with two wins. Again, you get my Got to build her up before she loses the title to Amy Sarai. Yes, yes. Red Stars block. You got Utami getting back on her game. You got Shuri kind of getting shocked a little bit. She had five singles losses. That doesn't mm. happen. Uh, you had Koguma survive and win a lot. You had Saki Kashima be the ultimate spoiler. You had Hameka and Micah just have excellent tournaments and really show a lot. You had everyone telling a story. And of course, you had Tam Nakano going to the finals this year. Mm. Um, they told a lot of stories. We didn't really talk. We You brought it up, so I didn't bring it up. But Natsukatora, of course, yes. is back. We have a story that doesn't involve a title for Tommy Hayashishita. Hopefully, maybe that can finally lead us back to Utami versus Momo, the match that we still haven't gotten. You know, maybe I'm dreaming. But well, we did there, get it, but it was in that throwaway tech. It was great. Show. It was great for the yeah. 10 minutes that it was, and then yeah. it ended because it was like a weird-ass match where it's like boinked. Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't get the right one, right? No, um, no, it was yeah that they dropped the ball massively there. Yeah, um, so, and I, I know people were saying, oh, they'll come back to it when Natsukatora comes back. Well, now's your chance. Progress. I don't think they're going to go back to it. Truthfully. No, they're not. This this but, is a short this is a short carryover story. But if, if anything, they're going to go back to Hazuki and Mo. <laughs> but, but look, Natsukatora needed a story coming back, and this is a really it's good the story right one. To tell. It's a fantastic story to tell. And hopefully, look, the, the one concern is, you know, she's been out for a long time and she was only really starting to find her groove, I think, as a wrestler just before her injury. So I think there is maybe some valid concern that, that the ring rust it might not be the perfect sort of reintroduction for people with Nata Katora, but her best aspect is her character work and her storytelling. So hopefully they give them not a lot of time until the Hiroshima uh, show, but hopefully they give them time to actually build that story. Her Death Valley driver looked great. So it did. Start. And then so. everyone got scared because she went to get up and then kind of slipped. I was like, oh, no, she's done a leg again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I'm happy to see her back. That's another big Same. part of this. Yeah. Uh, so we we have, again, reviewed this whole show. Let's get to the um, superlatives, The everyone that we believe deserved those last awards. I'm not actually <laughs> going by those last awards. But, um, yeah, we'll do kind of like MVP of the Red Stars block. Yep. Oh, you're asking me? Oh, I thought yeah. it was like, I thought you were gonna list like the, no, no, the awards no. we're handing. I'm out. not wasting I'm not wasting time. <laughs> we're going one each. That's fair. Um I will say Micah. Micah's a good choice. Micah's a good choice. Who did I officially have because I'm a psycho and did these things? Oh. It ended I will tell him to kind of had a finals match. So I will say Yeah, I'm still gonna go Tam. I'll go Tam, Micah runner up. <laughs> Um, Shuri also had another great tournament, by oh, the yeah. way. Yeah, very quietly. It's just like you kind of we've gotten to the point with Shuri, where like, yeah, you know, whatever. No, it's great expected. Match. Like, what she needs to do to have a match that catches people's eyes is just so five high right stars. Now. Yeah, it's it's she's it's, gonna have another Tommy match. Yeah, it's unfair to her in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think she has a great title match coming up that I do look forward to, uh, but we'll get that in a little bit. So Red Stars Block, you picked Micah. I picked Tam yes. Nakano. Um, but if I was not to pick a winner of the block, I would pick Micah. Yep. Um, Blue Stars Block, we won't pick a winner. I'll go first. I said it earlier. Sue Suzuki. Truthfully, I think, so the way I did it, I, I rated every match, and I had, like, averages. Like, I averaged them all together. Mm-hmm. I think, I legitimately think Julia, Suzu, and Hazuki ended up with the exact same number, <laughs> which is insane, because obviously mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do that. Um, yeah, they all ended up with 3.88, which is like, you know, they were phenomenal. Um, but I do think Suzuki gets the edge in terms of non-winners. Julia had the extra match, so I do think Julia, um, I do think Suzu would have had the higher average anyways, um, but I don't need to explain to you how great she was. She was she was a superstar all tournament long. Yeah, I'm not going to make this difficult. Suzu was my pick as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not rating every single match and averaging them out with a calculator, um, but Suzu was the one. Google Sheets are very easy. I don't have to use calculator. <laughs> Suzu was the one where, like, after this after this tournament, like, who, who caught my eye and up uh, I knew how good Suzu was coming in. So I'm not one of these people who wasn't aware of how good she was. But, like, people but in the tournament, I'm like, yeah, Suzu was the one who that she caught my eye the most. She had the best, most best matches for me in terms of just like, yeah, oh, I, I knew I would recommend this to people who because I've got friends who don't follow Stardom who's like, well, what matches do I need to check out? And yeah. I had to kind of go, oh, hang on, I don't want to give you nothing but Suzu matches. Just kind of like how last year was like, well, I don't want to give you nothing but Shuri matches. Well, it was harder last year because Shuri. It like, was. Shuri, Shuri had dominated to a degree yeah. none of these wrestlers did. It was yeah, more like, even this year. Like I say, Julia had that type of tournament in her own way because fifteen minute matches to her better, like like mm. we were talking about. But literally, like Shuri's tournament is untouchable in a lot of ways, yeah. and it's funny because I think Julia had an amazing final night, right? Mm-hmm. Like she mm-hmm. had that type of night. Just didn't get that perfect final, right? She she, she got close. She had the per, she had the great draw, mm. but the final was just a little weaker than that final. I, I would take Julia Suzu over Uroha Shuri, but I would go Shuri Momo over yeah. the and, yeah. and final means more. So sorry, it does. Yeah. sorry. This, this is like you know, this is just picking. No, it doesn't even matter. Uh, but yeah, we're we literally picking people. favorites right now with the blue I, and red stars. I do so. want to give credit. Um, two because I've been saying all along, I think Momo Watanabe and Mayu Yutani did have underrated tournaments, mm-hmm. they weren't main players of it this year, so I think that did hurt them in a lot of ways. But you know, you look back at some of their match, Starlight Kid, too. By the way, yeah. I mean, I, I, I sang her praises earlier, I don't need to do it again. I actually sang all three of them, but you know. I think Mayu's gone most under the radar because Momo had the strong finish. And, like, you had the story of, oh, well, look at Momo losing everything. So people were aware of what was going on with Momo more, whereas Mayu was just kind of there. Like, you know. She was Mayu. Yeah, the five-star story was never about her. It was At no point was this story arc about her. She just went in there, did her thing, put on great matches, and gave people the spotlight when it was necessary. It was a very very Hiroshi Tanahashi kind of performance, which makes sense for her. She had the the strongest run of matches I have in this tournament. Her last five, I think, 
uh yeah five so those were against sorry i don't have it off the top of my head i have a lot of things but i don't have that off the top of my head um her last five were against wait for it julia mm-hmm. suzu mm-hmm. hazuki mm-hmm. momo watanabe mm-hmm. and of course uh starlight kid so hard to hard to beat that i think that's really where you kind of start to notice like oh She's doing this, and she had the match yeah. at the beginning with Mirai too, which was excellent. Mm. Um, and then Momo, that's a match that's getting forgotten very comfortably. Oh yeah, as is most of that first two days, except for yeah. like one or two. Uh, but yeah, those they all had great runs. Uh, so those are MVPs for the blocks here. I was gonna do favorite matches of the blocks, but we're just gonna do top five here. Mm-hmm. Top five matches. Um, you don't have to do it in order because thank you. That's impossible. Uh, so we'll just go back and forth here. I'm going to probably just go chronological, make my life easier. Yeah. Uh, first one, I'm going to do Julia versus Hazuki. Mm-hmm. So that was night one main event. I didn't forget <laughs> it. It was hard. It was hard because like, again, all time tournament once again this year. Uh, but I think they just kicked it off with such a bang, right? Like with Julia losing too. Mm-hmm. like just looking at that. And there you go. Another potential title match. Um, which, oh my God, please. Um, but they, you know, they, I kept saying that match was the match of maximizing your minutes, mm-hmm. right? They did everything in their power to make an 11 minute match feel like the biggest world title, wonder title type match. They kicked ass, they delivered. Um, so that would be my first match of the five. Again, none of these are in order. I'm going chronological to make my life easy. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not even going chronological because I didn't actually have this planned out, and I, I probably should have. But yeah, when you said, you "Oh, we'll go should've. over our top fives," I'm like, "Crap!" So I'm going off a a list I'd already made. I think partially for another podcast we'd done. It might have even been this podcast here. I don't actually remember. Um, but I will start by going through the uh, the matches we've just had. So I'm going to list Julia versus Suzu Suzuki. I'm kind of maybe working backwards. All right, all right. Um, my next match. I don't need is... to tell you why because we've talked about no, it. Too. No, no. Uh, Julia versus Starlight Kid. Uh, mm-hmm. That one has hung on with me um, since the very beginning, or not the beginning, but since the moment it happened. I remember that was the match that I didn't see that everyone else saw before me, and they were like, "You need to watch this. You're gonna <laughs> love it." I was like, "Okay, I get it. I loved their championship match last year. I'm not really worried that I'm not gonna love it." Shockingly, I did love it. Um, it, it, it's kind of the match that kind of talks to me the most. It's very much like you you create the underdog in Kid, right? The ripping of mm. the mask, and she just has that look the entire time, and you're like, oh, my God. And she keeps fighting and fighting, and she has another story to tell there with Julia the day she beats her. It'll be great. I mean, I still think Starlight Kid wins the Wonder first, but if you wanted someone to beat Julia for that world title, you wouldn't have a bad option there. Um, it was a rock and cork and hall cork and hall. This entire tournament had so many great matches. They had, they had multiple match of the tournament shows. Yeah. And then the final happened. So it was tough. So yeah, whatever, but yeah. uh, that was just phenomenal. That's also on my top five list. So I don't need to repeat everything he just said. Thank you. All right. Um, I will then repeat what you said, Julia versus Suzuki. <laughs> nice and easy. Um, since we're now back on the final night, Mayu Utani versus Starlight Kid. 
Well, I'm going to save that for last just because so I can talk about it again. Um, I will say Tam and Julia, the final. That's fair. Um, I'm going to jump off the last night now. Micah versus Utami Hayashishida. Uh I had that as probably remember that my match? favorite. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Remember that match? <laughs> it feels like it was ages ago. This, I, I think for a long time this was my match at the tournament up until the final night. Um, so, yeah, it stays on here for me. That's crazy because you're not a big – you're obviously a Hameka Yeah, of the My Hima pair, I am much more of a Hameka fan. That match was great, um, though. It was. And look, as much as I loved Hameka versus Utami, I thought they did yeah. a really good job of that. This match was the stronger yeah, My Hima versus Utami match. That'll go down as one of the most underrated from this tournament mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah. I have some honorable mentions. I'll read through those quickly after. But uh, my final match, of course, was Mayu Yutani and Starlight Kid. Kind of mm-hmm. focused on that uh, earlier. It was just, it was, it was excellent, right? I mean, I don't, I don't think we can uh, appreciate Mayu. Like, I appreciate Mayu Yutani to the point where I call her the greatest of all time. She's my favorite wrestler of all time. And I still don't think I appreciate her enough <laughs> in some ways. Like, I legitimately say, like, if if and when she wraps up her career, I don't even know if I will care about wrestling anymore. But it, it's because of matches she has like these where she can just remind you at any time she is the best, right? Mm. Like, she can do it whenever she wants. Uh, she had a killer tournament like we talked about. Like, her match with Julia is going to be forgotten, but it was phenomenal. Um, of course it was. But, yeah, she had so many great, great matches, but that one takes the cake for me, for her, from her, as my top five wraps up here. Yeah, my, my top five, are, I'm so torn between do I pick Mario Ritani versus Julia or do I go Suzu Suzuki versus Mariah? And I love both matches. Mm, but those were part of my honorable mentions. Yeah, I... I oh. I think I would have to maybe give the edge to Mariah versus Suzu if for no other reason but to give more variety in my top five because both uh, Mayu and Julia have already appeared in my top five. Whereas Mariah has had Julia four times. So Nothing wrong with wearing your bias on your sleeves. My bias would have been Mayu Yutani four times, (laughs) which I could have done. you know, we got uh, honorable mentions. I will also bring up Shuri versus Tam Nakano. Thought that was, yes. you know, tremendous stuff. Fantastic. Like you said, Mirai versus Suzuki, and one that I think some forget. Utami versus Shuri happened in this tournament. Yes. I think everyone forgot. And not only did it happen in this tournament, it was one of the biggest story parts of their rivalry because Utami mm. finally won. Mm. But that's forgotten. And as well, Sayakamatani versus Suzuki. Uh, just a very physical match. I thought it was the tournament of Saya's uh, match Wrong. of Saya's tournament. Mm. Um, and I think Hazuki definitely deserves as much praise. Also, Nazi Poi versus Starlight Kid is a sneaky one. Yes. If I went through, I kind of need to do this now. Uh, if you have some honorable mentions, go for it. I'm going to go through every match that I think everyone should watch. Oh, well, that's going to take ages. Well, not um, including the, only... the ones that I already said. Yeah, but I mean, like, how many matches? There's 157 matches in uh, the tournament. You've listed maybe quick. eight or nine. I listed um, a lot. Well, you, I'm not going to list the ones you said either. 
Yeah, well, the the only other one I've got to add that I think does deserve a mention, obviously so many others you can mention for honourable mentions, but to keep it simple and to not give people 400 matches, the only other one I would add is, and this isn't to get my bias on the screen, it's Shuri versus Himika. I I think that's a match that was fantastic and... We'll get no. We'll, we'll get forgotten because that was an absolute banger. Might have been as good as their title match, if not better, which is kind yeah. of crazy because great. Yeah. I want to say better, but it was it was right there. It was as good as I think it could be given the circumstances. Mm. Yeah. So, as I said, I'm going to read through a bunch of matches. I want everyone to know. I want everyone Hang to on, know. I just got to stretch up here. We're in for um, I oh. I put in my top five. I put in my honorable mentions. But all right, ready? Shuri versus Azumi. I think a lot of people forget about that one. Um, Sayakami Tani versus Starlight Kid. So that's the first weekend. Starlight Kid versus Momo Watanabe. I forgot to say that one. That would have been part of honorable mentions. That was fantastic. We got to see baby face uh, Momo. Well, not Momo. <laughs> Starlight Kid. <laughs> Damn, that's baby that the baby face Momo. What's a heel run? I mean, they're pretty similar to be fair. <laughs> it's not the only difference is, is usually a wrench. <laughs> she don't. She she keeps the happiness of violence uh, restrained a bit more when she's a yeah. Face. Yeah, um, we had Hazuki versus Natsupoi, another forgotten match. We had Hameka versus Azumi, great match. Natsupoi versus Momo Watanabe. Hazuki versus Suzu Suzuki. Um, this is Stardom X Stardom. One second. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that happened. We had uh, you, we named both of those. We had Julia versus Natsupoi, which I think is very good. If you just want to see a squash that we don't really see in these tournaments, um, that was great stuff. Uh, you said Shuri versus Humeka just then. Mm-hmm. Sai and Suzu, like I said earlier. Uh, Utami and Azumi was really quick, but it was really good, of course. Uh, Mayu versus Suzu was fun. Not to play like Starlight Kid, I'll, re- I'll re-say. Oh, Sai Kamatani versus Mirai was really good. Mm, nice. um, uh, their rematch of sorts. Uh, Tam Nakano versus Risa Sarah. Another honorable mention that I forgot was Momo Watanabe versus Suzu Suzuki. That was brilliant. That probably actually should be in my top five, but it's not, uh, which is fine. But that match was as violent as I hoped. And Suzu absolutely rocked Momo with the wrench, which was great. Um, uh, I think that's it. Sayakon Tai versus Mia Shirakawa. It's interesting, like, obviously, you, you mentioned it at the, in, in sort of that little tail end. Neither of the uh, winning match of the tournament block matches made our honourable mentions or top five. Micah versus Himika didn't make either of our lists, and uh, neither did Suzu versus Sai. It only made it at the very end with that sort of addendum that you put. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. I didn't even think about that, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Well, I mean, it just shows to the the quality of the tournament because both I mean, of those matches many, were fantastic. How many matches did I just say? I mean, <laughs> I, I probably named a like forty total, which yeah. like out of one hundred fifty seven is still a crazy percentage. Um, mm-hmm. But that's a credit to the roster. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can't watch all the tournament now, if you didn't watch it as it went on, you're not yeah. watching it all now. No. But there were a lot of cool things to watch. You know, pick Han your favorites. I've probably got five right. matches worth watching. I mean, if there was yeah. someone's tournament you want to watch and hold just for the idea of being there when it all started, watch Hanan's tournament for the mm-hmm. reason of watch her grow, right? Mm-hmm. Watch her grow into what we saw in that trios tournament. Uh, we watched a lot of change there, but <sighs> that's it. 
That's it. That is the five-star Grand Prix final review. But we are not done. <laughs> because stardom had a press conference today. Because of course they did. Of course they did. Today, as of this recording, it's now tomorrow, actually. Uh, or yes. the day before, or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm very tired. Leave me alone. But we had a new blood announcement. Had three press conferences. We had three press conferences all put into one. But the there were also quite events. There were also matches announced for the house mm. shows, which we are back on the yes. house show circuit uh, because, of course, we are. I know everyone missed it, but but. One of the house shows this weekend has a very big, very exciting match. Um, so let's see here. Uh, the Saturday show is as about as house show as you could imagine. The <laughs> Sunday show, they have three shows this weekend. Why? Why would you? Why? <laughs> this gonna so make that dollar dollar bill, y'all. And they have a mat, they have a show next Wednesday, too. What are we doing? Anyways, this weekend, we are getting the Artist of Stardom Championship match. Mo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Saki Kashima defend against Utami Aizashida, Azumi, and Saya Kamatani. Because this is literally, they, they can't afford to have Saya not defending her white belt on a big show. Because this uh, this should be semi-main semi event be. of a pay-per-view. It should be, and uh, that's the only that's the only way this match isn't the best of their reign. That's the only way because yeah. it's not on a pay per view. Yeah. Uh, but I still do think they deliver. They get the main event spot. They're Nagoya. There's, there's too much here. They're Nagoya. Saki Kashima becomes like you know the greatest version of herself in all these matches. It should be excellent. <laughs> and it's you know if it was if it was recorded, if it wasn't recorded, if it was live. There'd be a lot better chance of a title change, but I'm still not ruling it out completely because of who they're facing. But the the, the beautifulness of Saki Kashima makes anything happen. She pins Azumi again, though. She better get that high speed. Now. That would be twice. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Azumi doesn't have quite as many people uh, lining up for a title shot now. She disposed of Hazuki and Fukigan Def in that match just in the middle of the, the five-star Grand Prix as well. That was a really kind of, oh, that's right. We're filling this with even more stuff that isn't just these shows. Uh, this is going to be fantastic. <sighs> like, yeah, you're absolutely right. This should be the best match of their defense uh, just because not only are all six of these competitors good. just top-tier performers, there's so much story behind this anyways because of the history with Momo and Queen's Quest and, you know, Starlight Kid and Azumi obviously still have a lot of, even though they shook hands at the end, uh, fist bumped at the end of the their high-speed match, there's still a lot of history there that's going to continue to grow. So, I yeah, this is going to be a banger. It's a shame it's not going to be live. Hopefully they fast-track it. Sometimes they do, but it's in the goy, so probably not. And they have three shows in a row. So Yeah. Not getting uh, my hopes up there. This needed to be a Corican event to get live, live, a fast track. Oh, who's Corican? They would have had a guaranteed banger, but it's okay. They still will. They still will. I have Nagoya is the home away from home from now. So, yeah. Let's jump into the New Blood 5 press conference now mm-hmm. because this had to happen today. The show is actually in like two weeks. So, yeah. Who knew? Two weeks from tomorrow, actually. Wait a minute. It's on a Wednesday. Ugh. Ugh, good staff. Great. Uh, we had October 19th in Shijuku Simintomo Hall. Good job. <laughs> Lady C and Hina team up against the team of Ann Chan, who I hear is really good at the technical side of wrestling. Never actually seen her. Um, 
and Suzuki. So, <laughs> yes, not a not at the level of what we've seen in Suzuki yet. Yes. However, it's a win. However, it's a win because <laughs> Suzuki's here, and anytime we get Suzuki on cards, it means we're doing something right. Mm. Very excited for that. Um, looking forward to it for sure. It looks like it will be a very interesting match. I don't know if it'll be great, but I'm I'm interested to see Ann Cham, who seems she wrestles on like Marvelous and stuff like that. Yeah, cool to see her because she sounds like she's a legitimate prospect. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how I've seen bits and pieces of her. I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert. <laughs> uh, I've liked what I've seen so far, but this is yeah going to be a big platform for her. Uh, she'll get the win with her team, whether it's her or Suzu. I think the big question is: Is it Lady C or Hina taking the fall? Um, mm. It should be Hina, especially because Lady C's in the the tag yeah. league. But Lady C is also someone who does seem to randomly just pick up losses that even at her level you wouldn't expect her to. So yeah. Uh, so the next match is the continuation of a story we really saw kick into gear, especially last show. Um, it will be the team of Nanami of Diana mm-hmm. and the God's Eye duo of Mirai and Tomoka Inaba against the Oedo Tai. Well, nope, not officially yet, but uh, <laughs> the trio of Ruaka, Starlight Kid, and Haruka Umasaki. Of course, what I'm alluding to is Haruka Umasaki braining Mirai mm. with a chair last time. Uh, so that will be interesting. I'm actually really excited to see those two square off because now there's, like, actual story there. I hope, I hope it leads to a singles match. Yeah, I mean, look, you can easily run that kind of... You could run that on a new also, block. Shout, out, shout out Inaba. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, she Wait. gets to continue to prove herself with uh, God's Eye. This is going to be a fun match. As you said, there's actual new blood are doing a deceptively good job of actually building stories within these shows. Like they should they should almost feel like they just throw away, hey, here's people you might not have seen. Let's put them on the card and see whether you like them enough for us to sign them. But they're actually developing stories and making things interesting. And yeah, this Haruko Masaka story with Starlight Kid and now dragging God's Eye into it, like... This is an interesting match. I'm looking forward to seeing what goes on here and whether Umasaki brains uh, Mariah again. <laughs> yeah, I like to see that story. I mean, Umasaki's in a weird spot because, like, she's not signing anytime soon. Mm. But it really does feel like they're trying to make her part of their roster in a lot of ways. Yeah. Kind of like we've seen through these shows with Inaba, who, let's all admit <laughs> it, she's pretty much part of the roster now. She's yep. part of a goddamn group. Uh, but anyways, we the next uh, match that was announced this feels very weird. Uh, we have Ram, Kai Chow, Linda, <laughs> and Rena together. I it is that is so that is not that is not it. Um, teaming, they're teaming up to face the uh, they're not the Cosmic Angels yet. Uh, the <laughs> The team of Mina Shirakawa, Wakasukiyama, and it, it's starting to feel like we know who the winner of the Unamizumura sweepstakes are. Uh, <laughs> with them. Uh, this is a match. This is definitely a match. Um, <laughs> all right. I know Rena wanted the team with the Ram, so she gets her wish. Yeah. I don't know why Linda had to be there. <laughs> well, well, clearly the Cosmic Angels uh, need to bring in another element of uh, questionable material for their work. So um, yeah. that's why Linda's it, here. Um, it's so it's, weird because, like, Yuna is a very good wrestler. Yeah. But they're going to have her be comedic in this match. Yeah. And I'm just going to be like, do you see this match between her and Mace Ruga? 
you could just you could just have this, and I, I I do expect that to happen at the next pay per view, which we'll get to. Yes, not not to give away spoilers, but the fact that she's booked on both New Blood and the Hiroshima mm. show, mm. like it, it didn't take too long for her to say mm. goodbye to uh Gato Move and then jump mm. over Sutton. But like I I feel like Gato Move, yeah, like they're okay with talent coming in and coming out and going on to bigger and better things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's why I, I, Emmy I put her over. Yeah, like there's a reason why it's structured the way it is, and Emmy wants to yep. see her students going on. Yeah, the, the cult of Emmy exists for a reason because of the mm. talent that comes from her fingertips and yeah. getting to do the stuff in stardom. I just hope it means there's a two way street. Like the amount of stuff that we've seen Lady C interacting with these ghetto move wrestlers, even at the the uh, contract shop, not the contract signing, the press conference here, oh, her interactions so with okay. Moore, she, need, she needs to spend at least one match in Choco Pro. I think it will it happen. I, happen. I think so. I hope yeah. Azumi goes over there with May too when she gets back. I want yeah. I want Saruga in every promotion possible. And I, you know what? You know what I'm going to say now? I'm going to get angry for a second. Deadlock Pro. I have a bone to pick with you guys, and it's not because I don't love what you're doing. It's because you announce matches two weeks in advance. You're killing me. If you announced May Saruga versus Emi Sakura a month or two months in advance, I would be driving there to see it. And here's why. May Saruga is a wrestler that I consider worth driving to. I didn't consider that Jungle Kiona. I didn't consider that that's it. Uh, <laughs> no one else has come this close. No one else has come that close. Um, but this is even further. And I would have driven to see May Saruga. So I'm openly pissed about it because I would have loved to see May Saruga. She is one of my favorite wrestlers. So I'm a little upset. But I do hope that she keeps getting these opportunities because she is one of the most unique and talented wrestlers in the world. It's going to be very interesting to see how many bookings she gets in America because realistically she should be getting booked by just about every indie promotion that can mm. have a, a a women's match or a joshi match going yeah. on like that that's the logical thing i would presume she'll pop back up in aw dark or elevation or one of those youtube shows once or yeah. twice given the connection that's already there but i mean yeah, she is one of those great young prospects and we, we do often talk about her maybe not at the pure level of the azumi kid Suzu range, but at the very least in that tier below in terms of just potential and, you know, she's young enough that she still fits there. Um, yeah, like, get her on board. And especially, like, she's got good enough English that you can bring her onto these random-ass shows in the middle of nowhere, America, and she can make do and she can still communicate with the fans and get along with them and win legions of fans with her yeah. goblin antics. Yeah, her and her and Emmy are gonna have a special match. I know that for yeah. sure. Great Looking job, Deadlock Pro, it. booking that match. Whether it was a month out or two weeks out, oh, I know. I'm so <laughs> upset because like I want to see May. God. The continuing battles I've between seen Emmy Pro and Eve to see which is I've the best Joshi before. Like mm. that's the thing. I've seen her in AEW. Not saying that's amazing or anything, but at least I've I've seen her live. I saw I her. I saw her the first time she was over for AEW when AEW started, when mm. she was still like Freddie, full on Freddie Mercury. So like <laughs> I've seen her multiple times. I want to see May. She is so good, but whatever, it's fine. We move on. Uh, IWGP Women's Title Tournament, pretty big stuff here. I think we, I think we kind of, you know, this has kind of fallen by the wayside. And then they announced the matches today, and then I just sat back and I was like, <gasps> 
they gave me everything I ever wanted again. <laughs> they did it. I literally tweeted today. They're catering to me. All these matches, they're catering to me. Screw all you people. I don't care. It's all about me. Starting with Mayu Yutani versus Momo Watanabe again. And not only is it again, this time it's in Cork and Hall. It's not on mm. some random show in Tokenata Baba or whatever the hell that was. That's it is in there. It is, it is the main event of Cork and Hall. It is the last thing on the website, so that means it's the main event. Don't question me, Trent. I see your face. Uh, it is the main event. This is also the start of Tag League, I believe, so that's exciting. Right? Yes? Is it 22nd or 23rd? Uh, I think it's... Tag League starts. Uh, good question. Um, Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't it's, matter around, it's around that time. Yeah, so you can, you can understand my excitement for Momo and Mayu, okay? Yeah. That is that is the my favorite match. I got, I just got it, but now I'm gonna get it probably even better. I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> when the show isn't live though. Um, and then we have. I mean, they're, Hayashi- they're charging for Kurikans now. You might get lucky. That's true. That's true. And we have Tommy Hayashida versus Hameka on the you, other you side. You can have my my This is my match. Yeah, maybe they can make up for their letdown in the in the tournament. So maybe they can do that. Down. It was a letdown in the fact that I know they can do more, and I think this is where they do it. There's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and it's in Cork and Hall. That's my other yeah. point. <laughs> and interestingly enough, this one could kind of go either way. Like, mm. I think Mayu Momo is pretty predictable. Like, that one, we know Mayu is winning that. Obviously, Utami's already booked on the historic crossover. She's already booked. So, logically, she's not winning the tournament. But, yeah. like, they've already alluded mm. to, or oh, maybe she'll do double, she'll, she'll pull double shifts. For historic yeah. crossover, so they might lean into that and then make it. You know, Utami Mayu would be fantastic. Mayu Himika would be fantastic. I will take Eva, but obviously I'm repping Jumbo for that match. Well, she's not going. Uh, Utami versus Mayu potentially on the next day, or Mayu versus Jamaica, mm. or the the least likely option, Momo versus Jamaica. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset I mean, at all. Any, Actually, any I would. I want, Mayu these four. Stupid, I want Mayu to win the stupid belt, so I would be a- upset. Any combination of this four would be fantastic. Um, yes. Yeah, it, it feels bad we're kicking Momo to the curb, but like everyone, like Mayu is the heir apparent to this, and the only person who's realistically beating her for it is in the other block um so yeah she yeah. had to stroll in and ruin it um which i still you know i've had to, i've had conversations about it i don't know if she was actually the planned person like i don't know if anyone remembers there were two people that were potentially coming to stardom before a certain mm-hmm. big big nose jerk came into power just saying but it's okay um they have yeah, kind so, of spoiled that it's not going to be Alpha Female and Mayu at the historic crossover main event because they are running that. <laughs> it is kind of surprising because, like, no, it's okay. obviously everyone's assuming <laughs> it's not going to happen, but if they hadn't put that match on Trent, Hiroshima, Trent, it'd be dangling there. Trent, they're guaranteeing us Mayu versus Kyrie. It's okay. It's okay. That <laughs> might main event is, the damn show. I, I think it will. I mean, they're not going to put any of the... Kidani wants it to. 
Yeah, they're not going to put they're not going to put one of the mixed tag matches on the main event, and the only thing that would main event over theoretically would be either a red belt match, which they're not doing because sure it's or for an IWGP that, heavyweight championship match, and I I don't true. see them pulling that card. So Jay White doesn't defend the titles. Not yeah, so Mayu and Kyrie is going to headline, which is that's that's the logical move. Yeah, and, and that'll that's be the most out. watched start a match ever i can almost guarantee yeah. it yeah. um so t- uh touch kawa the next day will be Kyrie versus alpha female there's even yes. a graphic for it to haunt all of our dreams um <laughs> that i have to see alpha female back by the way she went by jazzy gabbert in uh that's so confusing band. yeah uh, i just want to point that out also way to spoil it how was i supposed to know the ava didn't win <laughs> uh so do you have a brain yeah, I do have a brain. Thank you. So that's the two matches the next day. So again, more big time singles matches coming up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how two uh, two wrestlers who don't wrestle every day go because Kyrie and Kyrie and Alpha Female are an interesting matchup. But Kyrie's so smart, I do think she can make it work. Yeah, look, this doesn't have to be a five star classic kind of match. It can be a story heavy nope. match. Tell me, it doesn't work. have to. <laughs> I expect if, the best. If you're going and expecting that, then life. you are expecting to be disappointed. Yeah, this doesn't true. have to be a five star classic. They just have to tell a good story, and Alpha Female just has to be convincing enough to put the fear of God into all of the people watching, and all the people who have tickets to historic crossover. Um, that's all that needs to happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, on to the next press conference, Trent. Uh, there are four press conferences in this, by yes. the way. Only three YouTube videos, though. That's the key difference. <laughs> they did three different videos? Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, I guess views, but whatever. Yeah, um, it was, yeah. Goddess of Stardom, Tag League participants. We finally have them. thought they were going to announce them the other night, but they were like, you know what? This show's already long enough. We don't have to do this. <laughs> um, so in the Red Stars block, or is a nope. Wrong tournament. The Red Goddess block. Uh, by the way, this is the elite block of the tournament by a wide margin. We have... <laughs> I call it the elite block, and I'm starting off with my Sakurai, <laughs> Lady C. Uh, <laughs> I have the my elite Sak- name. Yeah. So we have my Sakurai and Lady C, my fair lady. Great team name. Brilliant. Great team name. Love we it. Got, we got the exciting team of Shuri and Tomoki Inaba. Karate Brave. Uh, Scaring the hell out of Saki while they were doing their demonstration. Yes. Uh, we have, uh, this is a great name too. We have Mayu Itami Momokogo, Peach Rock, yes. instead of Thunder Rock, which is awesome. <laughs> um, that made me happy. I love them as a team too. So I actually really We were expecting this. So uh, it's good to say it come to fruition. Uh, we got Julia and Tekla, the team of Mafia Beta. <laughs> they could be potential. Uh, they could be uh, underdogs in this tournament. They're not going to win because Julia yeah. has a match already. Yeah, but she's going to be busy. A well. little bit. Good to we see have, you back. We have the best team in the tournament, Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kids. Sorry, did I say that? Yeah, I did. Black Desire. We know they're not winning. Uh, they, <laughs> they made that perfectly clear after this. We have the amazing team of We Love Tokyo Sports, Saki Kajima and Fugigi Death <laughs> returning. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we have the tag team champions, Tam Nakano and Natsupoi Meltier. Yeah, they couldn't be bothered yeah. showing up to the press conference. So. I'm just going to keep calling them. T- they didn't show up? No, 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 no. They they, they, they they did a video message. <laughs> they were having a tough time, and Unagi left. All right. Yeah. They uh, Unagi might be gone. 
Um, anyways, anyways, we ha- and then of course we have Aphrodite, which is always, you know, always class. They kind of have to be a heavy favorite any time. Yeah, I really, I knew they were going to be in it because of mm. obvious reasons, mm. but I really would have loved Utami and Azumi together because I course. think they are so good together, but I don't get what I want, so it's okay. I would uh, like them to actually win the belts again. because I, Yes, because uh, like you look at, they're clearly the kind of the group that they're pushing with the female demographic right now. Like they had the, the fan meet up women only with these two. They've kind of done promotional stuff with them. I think like if they are looking to maybe build that area, giving these guys like big main event matches as tag yeah. champs, it's a good way to kind of encourage that, potentially yeah. leading to doing a women's only attended show down the track. The only problem, that means... We're not getting the tag title match at Storm Dream Queendom if they win this. Well, I mean, so I can drop it to uh, Mina Shirakawa at Hiroshima. Shut up. Don't ever <laughs> say that again. I would be so upset. Um, okay. And then we have the Blue Goddess Block. Ugh. Mariah and Ami Saray. There's your winners. It's been, what, a month and a half since the challenge for the they, title? They're known as the New Eras. Not New Era. New Eras. Error E double R O R. Is it is an error that I have to see poor Mariah get taken down with Ami Saray, but it's okay. Hmm. Uh, we have the team that made us realize that Unagi Sayaka was not around for this tournament. Yes, uh, Mina Shirakawa and Saki. They are Kawild Venus. I don't know what the hell that means, but I get Galaxy Punch because Unagi left. I'm pissed. <laughs> I was half watching the, the press conference because I was doing the, the announcements and I saw Mina come out and I thought, okay, Pinkabuki, cool. And then, like, I didn't fully watch it. And then they started doing their promo. And I'm like, whoa, Inagi's voice sounds weird. Has she heard a throat? No, that doesn't look That's like Inagi. Yeah. And I'm like, I actually had to go back and like, was Inagi in the previous block? No. Wait, what? And that's when yeah. I was realizing, like, Inagi's not around for a bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, we have Hanan and Saida. They will be Glorious, baby. Uh, they're always exciting. We have yes. the team of Azumi and Miyu Amasaki, and I do want to talk about them real quick because, uh, of course, Miyu Amasaki is finally back, mm. hopefully for, you know, more than, like, two seconds. I know she's still doing studies or whatever, so that's why she's not around. But should be studying you, the you, match. You and me talked about this, I think. Did we review New Blood? We reviewed a new book. I think we reviewed Tam versus Mew. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we stress that tag team wrestling is how she's going to grow. Yeah. Right? Not these main event matches. And teaming with Alzami, I think that's a great spot for mm-hmm. her. Um, O2 Lions, their team name. I'm actually really excited to see what they're able to do. They're in a tough block. They're not going to, you know, it's going to be hard for Mew to get ro- ro- uh, raised up the card or anything, but. We'll see how they do. We'll see how she they doesn't do. need to be raised up the card right now. She just needs ring, ring, I, ring experience. I, I didn't mean raised up the card. I meant um, brought up to some a lot of people's yeah, like yeah. top yeah. match, but it's okay. Um, Hazuki and Koguma, of course, FWC mm-hmm. coming back around. Uh, Micah and Hameka, Mahime, always yes. exciting. They are the I think they are the co favorites. The married oh, couple have. bring it. Um, to ruin everyone's day, we have Nanai, Takahashi, and Yu, which I do think will be a great tag team in this tournament. The, mm. No matter how you feel about Neo Stardom Army, Yu's a great tag team wrestler. Nanai is best right now in her, you know, old, in her older 
deep in her career as a tag team wrestler. They're going by Seven Up, so shout out to the soda, uh, the soft drink. <laughs> Just uh, make sure you got a, a, a can of that for every match you watch of theirs. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do a Neo Stardom Army team, that's a team to put in. Yep. Um, and then we got Natsuka uh, Tora and Ruaka, which mm-hmm. is exciting as well. So it's a um, nice sort of ease your way yeah. back in team for Natsuka yeah. Tora. That's the right team, too. I like them yeah. together. Um, hmm. Be a fun powerhouse team. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I guess I'll preview this in a few weeks, but if I had to guess on the final right now, it would probably be Aphrodite and Mahime. Yeah, look, it's even my Hime or uh, the Neo Star Army Team Seven yeah. Up. It's one of those two. I'm hoping it's my Hime. I want yeah. them to win. My, my heart says my Hime versus Aphrodite. Um, so screw it. I'm going to listen to my heart. Yeah. All right. Let's go to our fourth. Our fourth press conference of the day. <laughs> oh man! Actually, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, they already announced some of the block matches. I want to just tell you everyone what they are for the opening day. Uh, if I scroll. Oh, by the way, randomly at that Cork and Hall show. I don't know if anyone saw this. We're getting Nanai Takahashi and Jazzy Gabbert versus Julia and Mai Sakurai. <laughs> just because, I guess. I mean, she's in the she's in the country, so you might as well use her. Ugh, no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean it's fair. You don't want her to just like show up for one match, I guess. But yeah, whatever. Where the hell are those tag matches? Oh, here we go. Uh, the opening day, which is nope, nope. We tried, we tried and we failed. We tried and we failed. You try so hard and you don't succeed. You know? No, right, I don't. Two, I'm just good at everything. Shut up! No, you're not. Uh, two of the opening, two of the opening matches is uh, Kawild Venus, which of course was Mina and Saki. Versus like Rock and Natsuko. By the way, Natsuko looks awesome in her new uh, the, the the picture for the match is render render. Thank you. And uh, we also have Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Hanan and Saida. So a couple of it's it's an oh never mind. And on the opening night, we also have FWC versus Nanai and you. So starting off hot. Oh, and mm. then on the other... Oh! And then we have My Sakurai and Lady C versus Saki Kashima and Fuki Gita. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Natsupoi and Tam versus Julia and Tekla, all on the opening night. So uh should be a great show that also includes those two tournament matches as well. We laugh, but look, My Fair Lady is going to be the team, one of the teams that you kind of have to watch in this tournament yeah. because they're not going to be like the, the Lady C Waka team we used to get. Yeah, it's going to their, their antics are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. That's well, the best thing you could do with yeah, them, given that... they were going to be stuck because I, I was, I, I even was thinking before it was announced, yeah. like, Julie is going to team with either my Sakurai or Tekla. What's the other one going to do? And yeah, this is the best sort of workaround because they don't have so, the numbers in Donna Del Mondo. So, so Walk is not in this tournament. She got no. screwed up. What is what is Waka here for anymore? <laughs> she she can't be in the ring because she's still got to learn the dance. I mean, she's just she's. They'll, really they'll use her in the opening matches with Rena and Hina and stuff. And I I do like I think she she tweeted a, something after the announcements, and I do get freelance. the impression she was a little dis like maybe frustrated or disappointed that she's not getting 
in, she's not involved. And then Kyrie uh, messaged her and said, oh, you know, I was sort of like, I believe in you. We'll, we should team someday. Um, so maybe we'll get a late addition of Kyrie and Waka into the tournament. Um, but I, look, we laugh and stuff. I do hope she gets a chance to kind of get into a groove because, like, she was getting time to learn and grow and have the story of when she's going to win a match. But now it's completely gone off. You know, she's not really appearing much because of these tournament situations. It is a tough situation for her. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, but she'll be okay. So, you know, I, she would have had a match. You know, she might have had a match if uh, now you didn't get kicked out for a few, uh, for however long she's gone. Um it will be interesting to see if Bushiroad ever says anything about that, by the way. But the lack of stardom comment is really weird. Yeah. It makes me think that, well, that's part of the reason I don't know if she's officially gone. I feel like they'd mm. say something if she was. Right? Yeah, well, they, they didn't. Like, well, it's tough because, like, they announced that Jungle was going, but on the same day they removed Natsu Samir from the – and I know she wasn't contracted like Inagi was, but, like, she, you know, she was a long-term member. She was on the roster list, and she yeah. just – wasn't mentioned so yeah but that's I different because you would get a mention right hmm? unagi's active natsu yeah. wasn't active um yeah. at that right. point we didn't even know if she was going to wrestle again so let's go to our fourth press conference here trent so we can finish off this show um truthfully i mean this is a pay-per-view they don't have a name for the pay-per-view it's just the hiroshima show on november mm-hmm. 3rd um better than more- new japan naming their hiroshima shows destruction in that's true. Um, I will say, just based off the card itself, it's one of their better pay-per-views in a long while in terms of non-tournament shows because it's, it's full. Mm. It's full of matches that actually have like meaning to them. Mm. Uh, not necessarily all the matches are great. You know, Mayu Yutani is going to have to work some miracles, but, you know, that's what she does. Um, but we have some stories. We have some really cool single matches and mm. we got a return that i'm not sure everyone was ready for <laughs> so let's get to it uh Hameka versus yunamizamori start off this show why not yeah. why not this is going to be a great chance for people who don't know how good yuna can be because yeah Himika is going to be a great op- opponent to bounce off of quite literally and metaphorically um <laughs> and look there's going to be comedy in it especially because like Himika is someone who plays off like the Kogama bear stuff more than most so Himika is going to react to Yuna Mizumori's ridiculousness but I do think we're going to get a lot of seriousness in this I did not have this on my bingo card but it's a deceptively delightful no. match for me when I, when I saw it I just was like oh mm. all right cool I mean Am I gonna say no? How uh, long until we get the uh is the newest member of the stardom team? It is good to remind people it's free agent Joshi season. This is signing time. This is when uh <laughs> all the money comes around. This is when uh you know yeah, the this time of... last year we had all the people no longer signing and stuff. It's like, oh, where are all these wrestlers going? Yeah. We had uh, you know, Momo Kogo show up. Mm. Uh, we had Mirai and Tekla slowly show up, right? Mm. They they were there, but they weren't. Um, I'm sure they're going to bring in one or two people. Um, I don't know if Yuna Mizumori will count towards that, but... Yeah, I mean, she, if she signed... She got a pay-per-view match. She got a pay-per-view yeah, singles match. Not a lot of <laughs> people have gotten those. I guess a real talent. It's not like mm. she's wrestling, you know, one of the lower Carpios. This is a real talent. Um, yeah. We got a gauntlet tag, uh, FWC... 
Saida Momokogo, Azumi and Miyu Amasaki, Waka and Lady C, and Saki Kashima and Ruaka. Of course, that doesn't matter. There's your one real filler match of the show. Yeah, Everything else we, gets... People are on this uh, company that we haven't got on the card. Yeah, which you know sucks for FWC and Azumi, seeing Azumi has a goddamn belt. Yeah, but, but she, we already know she's defending it in Osaka next yeah, on that month. True. It's a couple yeah. of weeks later that show. Yeah, that's a pay per view too. So it should be, be yeah. interesting. I mean, it's Eddie, it's it a, it sounds like first arena. It's gonna right. Be, it should it, be I'm pretty good. sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is a pay per view. Sounds like a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, as we pile in all these title matches, that's what they did last year. They had two pay per views like within two weeks. I think, and then the very year. next day they got to go back to Tokyo and have the historic crossover. Yeah, they just saved themselves though this time. They didn't announce that um utami's wrestling two of the two of the people she lost to and then cherry yeah. um yeah. that that's nice thanks uh, for gi- giving us the illusion of possibilities yeah uh we have the trios match we have D- ddms my sakurai julia and tecla by the way we love seeing tecla back on these cards she was yeah. very much missed um just kind of like a free agent addition in a lot of ways because of how long she's been gone mm. um Against the God's Eye team of Ami Saray, Mirai, and the once again one off Konami. Konami is back for one. When I saw this, because I wasn't awake for the press conference, <laughs> so I just went on We Are Stardom to scroll through. I was like, oh, Trios. That... What? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That's, uh, that's great. I'm so happy Konami's back, even if it's just for one time. It means she's, you know, I, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> like i don't know yeah. what her plans are because yeah. like she's just dropping in for matches which basically great. if it's in hiroshima or fukuoka we might get a konami match yeah she's just yeah, like i don't want to leave my house yeah like i don't i don't you don't wanna... know how much i've never related more to konami than i do right now <laughs> like konami's you know ripped out of her mind and she does all the submission game but mm. when it comes to not wanting to leave my house i couldn't agree more konami i i'm right there with you i do hope that she does make a comeback because i do think she'd add a lot especially to god's eye and they would feel they would feel finally like that full complete group if they had her and inaba but we'll Mm. see um cool to see them back god's eye will win that match shout out my sakurai (laughs) thanks thanks for taking the pin uh the match titled the revenge match Utami Hayashishida versus Natsuko Tora. Very exciting match here. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Of course, as everyone knows, that is the match where Natsuko Tora injured herself on a very simple bump. Yeah. Um, and I hope they do play a story of Utami saying, yeah, I'll keep this title and I'll defend it against you when you come back. Mm. I hope Natsuko's like, where's your belt? Well, they, they've I'm here. It. They've already done yeah, that, so right. it's it, it's the focus of this story, and I yeah hopefully they build it up a bit more. I am very curious. It. I am very curious. Are they going to have Tora win? Not not necessarily that. I'm curious to see whether they play off how she got injured last time, mm. or if they're going. I feel like they're almost definitely going to have her do a innocuous move, and then oh my leg. They're going to do the. Are they stopping the match? And then she's going yeah. to be like, ha ha, fooled you. I was faking it and to get an advantage. Um, I I can't stress enough how much it sucked that she got hurt, just for oh, obvious yeah. reasons that her getting hurt sucked. But that match is starting to get really good. And then of course that then so selfish reasons for me. I was just like, this is this is going to be great. And it was really heating up. You know, you had the outside war 
between Queen's Quest and that was doing well and they were beating each other up and then you know unfortunately absolutely that heartbreaking for her because like that was the biggest moment of her she career. Up, yeah. She was re- yeah she really found what was working for her as a character and she's getting good in the ring for for that to happen in that moment like if if they did want to turn her baby face again they could have used that perfectly but like she's too good as a heel like she yeah. suits oh wait oh tie and that sort of facet too well yeah. Uh, so that that should be nice big singles match there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully Natsuko can shake off the rust in the few tag matches she has before. Asking a lot, but I think she can uh, do her best at least. Yeah, we have the special singles match: Mayu Iwatani versus Alpha Female. If this, by the way, if this is the end of the Neo Stardom Arley right off the bat, because we're already doing this match, I will not be upset. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's weird. a weird one. Yeah. This is on um, like, And not just because it gives away like historic crossovers. I mean, by then, like the matches would have been sorted. But it, yeah, it's, a, it's, I guess Alpha Female might actually win this to get the story going. Mm-hmm. But like, because if, if Mayu beats her, like it kind of like, then I'm, where do they happy. go from there? It yeah, ends. It's not all about you, Scott. It um, is. Mayu wins. I'm happy. That's the, that's the end of the road. It'll be interesting to see how much Alpha Female is involved after this section. Because I could see the Neo Stardom Army continuing it for a bit, but is she going to be flying in and out of Germany, is it, Um, regularly? Because, I mean, she hadn't wrestled for two years prior to all of this. Like, it kind of felt like everything, it almost sounds like Stardom pursued her more so than any, like, her putting feelers out. So I, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I don't think she's. I don't think she's gonna be around a lot, truthfully, mm. um, which is fine. Uh, by by then, I think that will be the best version of Alpha Female we have because she'll have a few matches under her belt yeah. by then. So, and it's uh, Mayu, and it's Mayu exactly. Yeah, I mean, Alpha Mayu's gonna take one or two bumps where you're like, oh no. They really said, you know what? You're gonna have to fight Ava White, but then we're gonna give you Kyrie and Mayu, and she was like. I mean, I didn't carry the way, but sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, look, I'll take that. Although it sounds like she was lucky to get out of Royal Quest after a pile driver she took. Um, just, just hearing from people at the uh, yeah. there. Yeah, so we can't some people said she wasn't, she wasn't the reason that singles yeah. match was dragged down, which is yeah, a good sign. It's not Alpha. It's a, yeah. it's a good sign. You know, yeah. if she's in there with an actual capable opponent, there should there could be some good matches there. Um, uh, listen. I'll take good. I'll take good. I don't need. I don't. I don't need. I don't need the five star tournament that I just had. I just got that. I mean, I can take a good match. It's okay. Um, we have the goddesses of stardom title match, which I think is the best match on the show. Mm, that's fair. Personally, I think it feels like it should steal the show. Uh, you have Natsupoi and Tam Nakano versus Ma- uh, Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. I mean, mm. there's no reason to. It's going to be excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. There's a, a nice range of styles mixing in there, um, but they're all great storytellers. So yeah, that'll yeah. be a good one. Poi and Poi and Starlight Kid can't mm. uh, really can't go wrong with those two. We have the Wonder of Stardom title match: Saya Kamatani and Mina Shirakawa go one on one. Here's the chance for her to prove herself. Like, you know, she's done well in the five-star Grand Prix. We have both expressed our 
trepidation about talking her up too much in light of the five-star Grand Prix, but here's a chance to establish herself. So show show us. I know I'm I know I'm told the Joker thing was retired, but I'm not going to believe it until the bell freaking rings. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if she brings that thing out, I'm I might not even watch it. And I've watched every starter match this year. I will be so angry. She's done it twice, and it's been awful. Um, but that was the best match of her career against Saya Kawatani. So truthfully, yeah. I am looking forward to it. Mm. I think uh, as long as she's at that level, it should be really good. And of course, the main event, World Star Title, Shuri versus Micah. We didn't really know if this was going to happen or not, obviously. I thought it was. Micah gets, like, this, Micah in Hiroshima so and Fukuoka is the jungle counter in Nagoya. Like, they're, they're, uh, that's where they're going to run these that. events. For no, but that's, it, that's she, no, she's going to get these big hometown matches just, when she's down there. Just because you're the jungle fan doesn't mean you have to, you know, ruin her. Micah should be thankful she's mentioning the same breath as Jungle Kata. Well, I mean... Just get excited for when my Hima have a championship match in that area because they're going to win then. She's not winning (laughs) the singles titles, but she'll win the tag titles down there. That's what they want you to think. So when's the historic crossover? Uh, 20th of November. There's only three matches. What what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they've really? only announced the uh, mixed tag matches for that. So, so the 20th of November, historic crossover at the Ariaki uh, Arena. which Brand I new, made for the Olympics. Someone just ran that show, actually. Mm-hmm. Think, was it Noah that ran Ariaki? No. Where is Noah? Where No. <laughs> Where is... Oh, it's Tokyo? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's in the adult Someone ran region. it. Someone ran it or or is running it. Someone, it's something like that. Okay. Uh, all right. Looking forward to that. They have three matches scheduled. Probably should announce more. That'd be cool. Well, four. Um, mine versus Kyrie. Uh, yeah. It's a, <laughs> a good point. You got me there. But yeah, those are all the announcements. That is everything. Yep. Um, the day before that will be Gold Rush, which is exciting. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a pay per view name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that not all not that all of them get names, I guess. But you can't help but look at like who has Shuri lost to that they're going to yeah. want to run before Rio Goku. There's a couple Do of names very spicy. Uh, very Do they interesting. Dare? Oh, she's I mean, it's Laura. It's it, I think it's either her or Risa Sarah. I don't want them to give away Utami. I just don't want that. Mm. I don't know. I feel like you don't you don't want to go to the chamber too many times. We might not get it for a while if Sherry loses the championship, though. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I enjoyed my the first one. It was my match of the year last year. The second one was great. This this year's was great too. We can chill. We can chill. We've had four in an, in a year and a half. We've had four in a year and a half. All right. Anyways, um, Trent, where can the people find you? After two and a half hours. Ah, uh, well, got, apparently they can I ask you because you're life. down here uh, creeping on me. Um, you can Excuse find me on Twitter at OneUpCulture. Um, I have a podcast with uh, Scott and Ryan, Ocean Cyclone Show. Happy about it. <laughs> uh, I think we're recording this weekend, actually. Um, we I've are. got a podcast with Libby and Kieran, Into the Wrestleverse. I write some stuff as well. Um um, I need to get some stuff out there, but I've been lazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah but check so out cool. One Up Culture. There'll be stuff there. 
that's always my cheat code. Just look at my Twitter. You'll find it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, please check out my uh, Twitter. <laughs> check out my Twitter. But I, I always say, if you're if you're listening to this, you're following me. So I'm not going to tell you what my Twitter is. Just check out my Julia article. Um, if the Mayu and Starlight Kid one's out, please read that as well. Of course. I'm, I'm smiling even though no one can see it. I can see um, it. Check, thank you. Check out my uh, Fightful Joshi Journal. People. He wasn't lying. I don't I don't know what I'm going to write about because I already did my Julia encyclopedia. Just copy and paste it and see if anyone oh, notices. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I almost wrote it for that, and then I was like, well, I don't know if I, this deserves to be a feature. Good um, call. So I'll, I'll figure out something. Uh, maybe I'll write about Sue's. No, I already did that. I'll write about something. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Check that out. And by the time this comes out, which should be Thursday, I have my second interview with none other than Mio Momono, which will be nice. on my as well. Second time. Because Marvelous just wants me to talk to her. I guess they know I love her or something. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But I was like, you know, I, I like other wrestlers in your company. I just want you to know that. And I'm not going to complain. Um, that will be out by the time you hear this on Thursday. Um, she asked for a match with Suzuki. That is my tease. If you haven't read it yet, she wants a match with Suzuki. Mio Momono versus Suzuki. I can't stress enough how exciting that is. She also wants one with Azumi. They need to get on these things. They it's been to... too long since Marvelous has been in stardom. Yeah, way too long. And yeah. I'm sick of it. There's no reason for it. Like, get <laughs> listen. If you if you can't do a Roja because she's a champion, you can get Ren in there. You can get Maria. You can get Mio. Mm. We'll have a great time. We'll have a great time. You know, someday they're going to do a trios tournament. You know this. Um, they did kind of last year. That's when Marvels was last year. Yeah, it um, didn't go well for them. It didn't, but they had a good match. Uh, all right, I'm wrapping this up. We went two hours and thirty minutes. That's way too much. Uh, but thank you That's for listening. So many Azumi versus Saki matches. So many. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all next week as we review Wrestle Princess 3. All right, goodbye.